welcome to the McGavin Fry's Movie Podcast. Hello, and welcome. I'm Gavin. I mean. And uh, if you are listening to us for the very first time, thank you very much. What we are is that, uh, as Ian was saying, we are a movie review podcast. We talk about movie news, things that are happening around in the movie industry, and then after that we review a few films. Yeah. Uh, today we shall be reviewing together Snow White and the Huntsman, yep. the second Snow White movie of the year after Tarzan Sings Mirror Mirror, Yes. that had Phil Collins' daughter and Pretty Woman in it. And a lot of eyebrows. And uh, the guy from The Birdcage. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. <laughs> That's right. And Arnie Hammer. Yes. Yeah. I'll also be giving a quick review of Chronicle and a short review of the new TV show, Tron Uprising. Excellent. And uh, if you would like to get in touch with us for any reason, you got some nice things to say, you got some shitty things to say, you can email us at podcast at mcgappenfries.com. That's podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Thank we'll, you. We'll take the, we'll take the, we'll take the hit. <laughs> we take all kinds of hits. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. So we get on to some news. And we should, but I think first of all, we should probably, what we forgot to do last week. We forgot to do something? We forgot to do this something. This rarely happens. I know. <laughs> Usually it happens in the middle of a sentence. Usually, um, a lot of the times. What, what we you forgot to about? mention uh, the Malaysian Games and Comics Con at all. We made Banshee That's Creative. Right. We made Banshee Creative cry on Twitter. We made Banshee Creative cry? On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. So Banshee Creative listens to this? Apparently. Awesome. Thank if you. They were saying, why don't, why, who is this person? I actually sit now that I know that they listen. I am curious. Where does Banshee Creative come from? Where do you guys get your name? Is it from the Marvel character Banshee, or is it from an Irish is, ghost thingy, or is it some weird sort of sex thing? What's going on? You know, I mean, like, send us your thoughts. Let us know. What, send, well, I don't know if they listen. They just when I put the podcast up, I said, "Oh, you didn't mention the Comic Con." I was like, "Oh, I had to go listen to it to remember we didn't." You should have lied to them and said that we did. That way, if they came back and called you on it, you'd know that they listened to that shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, it was late so on you, Sunday. You, know, you weren't you weren't thinking, man. No, you weren't thinking. You weren't figuring out how to do this shit right. But yeah, two weekends ago, one of the reasons why we didn't do a podcast for a while was the Malaysian Games the and Malaysian Comics Games convention, and comics convention yes. uh, which I was uh, very happy to be the MC of. It was it was really good, actually. Yeah, really I, I had I had intended to go more, um, but in the end, I was skullfucked from work, so I really couldn't deal with being anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really have much of a choice. Yeah, uh, I couldn't get I couldn't get much enthusiasm together that weekend for like doing anything, like you know, putting on I, clothes, I, leaving I was, the house. I, I had no choice. Yeah. I was uh, being paid very badly yeah. to be so, there. And I, what so. I saw, I liked. I mean, there was some nice stalls. I saw some cool stuff. They had some cool guests. They had uh, uh, Little You over there. They had uh, Carlo pa- Little You. Oh yeah. Um, Carlo Pakulayan mm-hmm. while I was uh, emceeing that thing it was such a pain in the ass because like I'm always I'm always paranoid I'm going to fuck up people's names uh-huh. and when you got a name like Carlo Pakulayan mm-hmm. you know and when you're saying little you I didn't get what you said though I said little you like, who's little you little you Linnel 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 <laughs> but you know both great guys uh, Billy Tan who is uh, originally not originally he is Malaysian but now who is living in the States for a while uh, he's originally Malaysian but now he's part cyborg yeah there you go Funny you should mention that. He, uh, he did uh, start. Uh, he started out drawing for Cyberforce. All oh, right. <laughs> he. Uh, That's image, right? Billy Tan, yeah, uh, top cow. Studied under um, Mark Silvestri. Mm. He did uh, the uh, Cyberforce and uh, Strike Force um, crossovers. He also did a couple of issues of Ripclaw, oh, yeah. which I was pissed to fucking find out because I have those comics. Oh, but no. I, but, but, I, but I couldn't remember who drew them. It's like I remember the comics and I remember Top Cow. I remember Mark Silvestri, but I had no memory of who drew them. And you couldn't see nothing with the guy. And, 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 then, and then it's like then, you know, like, if I see the guy's name, they're like, Billy Town sounds really familiar. What yeah, yeah, no, I, I knew I should have. I, I, I probably have someone I in have, the back room. I have shit of all of these guys. Yeah. And I, I didn't bring any of it. 
uh, to sign. And um, except for um, uh, Ing Ing, fuck, what's his name? Ang Sweet or some Ing? What well, oh, fuck? Ing, you know Ing. Yeah, you know Ing. He's yeah. a good egg. Ing. He's a good egg. Egg Chin. That's his name. Egg Chin. <laughs> he drives a big yellow bus, right? See things no one else can see. Do things no one else can do. <laughs> no, but, no, but yeah, he's also the uh, the print that I got you. That, that, yes, that's his that stuff very as well. Nice. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, but uh, no, they, they were really cool. I got to interview them, and I got to interview uh, the the uh, the cosplay chick uh, Elodia. Yeah. So the, you were last on stage. Name I can't remember. You were on stage the whole. Well, didn't you just go by Elodia? It's like Madonna. Elodia. But uh, you were on stage the whole, pretty much the whole day, right? So you didn't get to see any of the panels or anything? Oh, no, no, I got to see... Uh, no, I didn't get to see any of the uh, panels outside of the main hall. Mm. Uh, I we do have that tendency when we go to cons to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go look at panels. <laughs> I remember when we were uh, at Comic-Con, like, a day in Hall H, you are ready to lose your mind. Yes. Uh, after, and then we went drinking. Yeah. After one full day in Hall H, just watching panels, you are ready to fucking... Those weren't panels. No, they were gods just... No, but you know, there's, there's panels on, you know, homosexuality in the Marvel Universe. So, you know, they, I, there was yeah. one panel I was going to go see, and then there was a queue around the block. Yeah. It was like, just Star Wars in general or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. But actually, that was a great day, a great day of paneling. <laughs> we, I mean, we got to see the Expendables panel, we got to see Scott Pilgrim, we got to see... Uh, Tron. Tron, uh, Megamind. Um, Haunted Mansion. Battle L.A. <laughs> Uh, no, like the little preview of Haunted Mansion, that's right. That still hasn't happened. That's the only one that probably hasn't happened. No, it hasn't happened yet. No. Captain America was the night before, yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, yes. Captain America was the night after. Ah, that, yes. was when, that was when I was on my own panel. Yes. There you go. Boom! But anyway, the Malaysian <laughs> Games and Comic Convention was a lot of fun, and I uh, sincerely hope that it becomes a yearly fixture. Yes. Um, because we do get stuff like that here, but it's usually not um, directed towards the more Western sort of comics. It's mm. usually not so much to do with Marvel or DC or Image or Dark Horse. It's I'm not more, sure whether it's this it's weekend more, or next uh, weekend there's an anime thingy on. Yeah, well, we get a lot of that. We get yeah. a lot of anime. We get a lot of manga stuff. Mm. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I love that stuff too, but, um, you know, you got to get your little Western... you got to get your fucking Marvel, DC, Dark Horse fucking image. Yeah. you got to get that fix every once in a while. Uh, the one thing, like, if you are listening, if the one, uh, Banshee Creative, you are, and also Pacomic, Thank you guys at Pacomic, you know, because they had the Pacomic Awards on the second day. Uh-huh. Um, but one thing that a friend brought up to me uh, that made a lot of sense, and um, had they done this, I probably would have spent a lot more money, is that all of the comics that were being uh, nominated, all of the local artists that yeah. were being nominated for stuff, um, Didn't have 90% of the stuff that was nominated was not available for sale at the con. Mm. And that was a, I think that's a huge mistake because. But was that a mistake? Because this is going back over what the last year, right? Maybe so, but I mean, but who cares? Who available? cares? You know, I mean, you can't get it available. Though. I mean, it's one. Thing. Well, I mean, it's, it's some of the small press. Have stuff. some fucking copies set aside. You know, mm. there wasn't a single. You couldn't find any of this stuff for sale at the con. Oh, that's pretty. You know, with the exception, I mean, like with the exception of a few things, like Major Zombie. Mm. You know, the, the um, uh, that that the Gilamon um, table were doing. Um, what? That's his name. <laughs> and Lefty, Lefty, uh, the other artist for um, Made Lefty. <laughs> Someone making this shit up. That's his name. Well, that's what he calls himself. Yeah. You know, but actually, dealing with the War of the Worlds comics, dealing with artists, just in terms of what they call themselves, can be really confusing sometimes because you got a whole, you got two sets of names. Yeah. Nobody goes by their real name. Why have you got two sets? Well, because you got their real name, which is on the contract, and you got their artist name, oh. which is so it's like after a while, I'm completely confused. I don't call any of these people by their real names. Yeah. No. Just make up new names. Yeah. There you go. No, I should yeah. call you Squinty. No, but yeah, um, we had a great time, and uh, I hope it. I hope they start doing this every year, and if they'll have me, I'll be glad to MC it every year. Cool. I'll try and not be skullfuck from work next time. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I did. Try not drinking so much. Yeah. You know, just try to cut back on the sauce. What? Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Ah, 
anos, velho. <laughs> but now, can we get on to news? Yes, but that was news, so we have covered the yes, yes. news. That's that was news. I um, I have to I have to talk about this because I just think this is uh, you know, now that Corey Ham's dead, mm-hmm. we can't we can't expect there to be a Corey's reunion. So I suppose this a is what? A, oh, Corey's. a Corey's reunion. You know, and I suppose this is the next best thing. But um, were you ever at any point a Pauly Shore fan? Uh, California man. That's it. No. Just California man? Yeah. Okay, I, I have... the weasel. I have a... I'm a unique weasel, David. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I have this... Uh, I have a confession. I was a... You po- love Biodome. I was a... <laughs> Biodome's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from my mutual love for Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who, who Alec Baldwin breastfeeds. Yeah. <laughs> Drink up, Stephen. You're the weakest. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. He's the run the letter. <laughs> Run to the litter, see Stephen Baldwin. You know, even William Baldwin's got a fucking ex-pop star to fuck. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was a Pauly Shore fan up until 1994 uh-huh. or 5. I think the last... I think Biodome was probably the last Pauly Shore film that I deemed watchable. Uh-huh. Um, and, but the one before... Pa- the was one that the, the last film you just deemed watchable or you learned what the word watchable meant at that point? <laughs> I just realized that I wasn't going to take any more of this shit. <laughs> you were in an abusive movie relationship. I, 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 felt, I felt that he has not lived up to his promise. Yeah. Uh, he, he promised me he'd be funny in Encino Man. See, we, I know it as Encino Man. Yes. And uh, I found Son-in-Law funny. Call me, call me crazy. Son-in-law? Son-in-law. I actually thought Son-in-law was funny. I haven't seen Son-in-law. What's the premise? But tell me. Give me what's the 411 on the... Uh, son-in-law, he, son-in-law. Uh, he's marrying this chick who comes from a fucking uh, farm area, and he goes back to the farm with this chick to prove that he's, you know, he's a stand-up guy. Oh, but he's, he's, he's a weasel, though, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a unique weasel. And the chick is played by a young Carla Gugino. Oh, wow. And uh, I liked this movie. I thought this movie was funny. Um... And uh, after after that, he did uh, this mo- movie called Jury Duty, which was a piece of shit. I've heard of that one. It was a piece of shit. And he did this other movie called In the Army Now, yes. which I thought had a good first half. Uh huh. I thought I thought you know it. it I, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the first half an hour of it. Was this when he joined of him going crazy joining the army? This is him. I, I can't even remember the story. He's just a fucking idiot. Who ends up joining the army for some fucking reason, and uh, he ends up like saving the day. But I, all I remember of that movie is David Alan Greer just popping up into frame in the middle of the desert, going, "There's a scorpion on my back! There's a scorpion on my back!" <laughs> and then Paul Shaw goes up to him, he's like, "It's like we're in the desert. It's a mirage. There's no scorpion." <laughs> and then David Alan Greer looks around, looks back, and turns back and says. <laughs> That's all I remember of the movie. But I just remember I enjoyed the first 20 or 30 minutes of it. Wow. But now, now, and I, I, don't, I don't even remember that Andy Dick was in it. But apparently, um, Pauly Shore and Andy Dick were uh, doing their, their, uh, an internet TV show on, on filmon.tv. And uh, they were talking about their experience making the movie. Uh-huh. And Pauly Shore was, uh, was quoted as saying, like, you know, we just need a script and someone to back the project and I'm in. You know, we just need someone to make the movie, in other words. Yes, yes. But apparently, um, Filmon.tv, after that, has, just, has told them they will fund the movie. Who? Filmon.tv? Filmon.tv. What's what? It's, Film it's, a, on it's internet TV. Dot TV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but apparently, they're, they're willing to give these guys money to make this movie and it's going to be called In the Army Again. Uh. And, you know, they're going to be in the army again, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You know, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> hmm. 
But I don't know. This is just one of those things that's so out of left field. It's so out of nowhere that I actually want to see it. I actually want to see it. If Polly Shore could come back, I will be genuinely impressed. I, if he could go back and win an Oscar, that would be genuinely impressed. <laughs> Do you think maybe like if he won an Oscar for being in a documentary in where he gets beaten to death? <laughs> Do you think that there could be a market for that? Would you pay to see Polly Shore get beaten to death? That's a snuff movie. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, okay, all right. What, what if you could get? What if you? Would you? Would you? Would you pay? You're starting off in a dark place. Would you pay to watch a movie that has Polly Shore being beaten to death for like an hour, but it's not real? Okay, maybe. But it's a solid hour. It's like <laughs> it's like Passion of the Polly Shore. <laughs> Would you pay to see Passion of the Shore? On the Winter Shore. You know it's acting. You know it's acting. Depends. Is there a car explosion as well? <laughs> Can we work a few explosions and make a fox in there? <laughs> Hang on, is this is this a Polly Shore vehicle or is this the pitching for uh, Transformers, Transformers just, just 3? Fucking, just stand still, <laughs> Megan. We need to get the shot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, he, you think he was one of those characters... You think he's going to rub your face in the dirt just a wee bit more? He was one of those characters that you'd hope he had more than just the doing the weasel and would do other things, but he just did that all the time and that wore thin. It was that yeah. time. It so, was the early 90s, It's right? that classic. It's that classic thing from Encino Man where, where uh, Samwise Gamgee is going... You know, it's like, I, I want to think of my high school career as that I started slow, but I finished strong. Yes. You know, I want my own page in the yearbook. He peaked too early. Yeah. And, then, and I mean, look at and Brendan Fraser. And then Pauly Shore goes, jump. Bazooka Joe. <laughs> and then Pauly Shore, in, in, in uh, response to that, goes, jump off the gym, splatter yourself all over the floor, and go for the cover. <laughs> <laughs> because of Encino Man, to this day, I still, whenever I get the chance, say, Fire! Flamage. <laughs> <laughs> you also take the have whatever opportunity you can to say, two minute, one and a half minute, Jorge, one minute, Jorge, <laughs> one and a half minute, one and a half minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's just stop this cast and watch it. Yeah, no. It, if we turn on Astro, it's probably on. It's on like any every other day. What do they call it on Astro? Do they I think call it's Encino it Man. Encino well. Man. Yeah. You see, Astro's a little bit more with it. Yeah. You're fucking region, more California. You're fucking region two, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck you in your region two Blu-ray. You and your what, what is this region four? The red light district of regions. <laughs> we don't even get the same special features. <laughs> you don't get any. We don't get the same. You don't get any. We're the only country in the world that gets censored DVDs. Okay, that's going to be our first T-shirt. Region two, <laughs> region four, region four, right? This is region four. Yeah. Where's region three? I know that should be region four. I'm proud of it. Uh, <laughs> region two for life. Fuck! I'm taking it back. <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you and your region two Blu-rays. <laughs> oh, we got a, That's that's a comedy. That's an SNL sketch, right yes, there. We, shit! <laughs> Forget you listening to this podcast. No, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Not around the eyes. Look into my eyes. You're under. You did not hear that idea. Do you understand? You did not hear that idea. What? 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 Damn it! What? (laughs) We had it! What was it? (laughs) Uh, What do you got? uh, News. (laughs) That's it. That's all your reason. Okay. Um, Oh, you want me to continue? No. I can't continue. I thought we were going to bounce off. (laughs) We've bounced. Okay. Okay. What do you got? Um, Let's go, Dan, rather. So, apparently... Not so fast, Pat Sajak. (laughs) Uh, apparently Simon Pegg has come out to say that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is not playing Khan in the new uh, Star Trek movie. Yeah, this uh, he said this a little while ago. Um, mm. 
You know what? I really don't give a shit. <laughs> but I'm happy. I'd be happy. I'm happy. Not I'm happy it's not Khan. Yeah. I'm happy it's not Khan because if you're gonna have Khan, you gotta have William Shatner, and you gotta have boobies. You, yeah, you gotta yeah. have Ricardo Montalban boobies. There you go. And you gotta have you gotta have the immortal Khan. Yeah. You gotta work. have that. Yeah. And I mean, you cannot, you know... It is literally, it is the typical hiding to nothing. You're on a hiding to nothing well, if you try and do the cat. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't do it. No. You can't do it. Uh, but, you do you, you know, I mean, you think he's telling the truth? Who? Simon Pegg. I don't know. You know, what if it is? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping he's not. You're hoping he's not telling the truth? I hope he is telling the truth. Yeah, so what? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you laughing at? This uh, blew my mind the other day. Did you hear? Some, somehow it came out that um, Eli Roth's character in The Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Who is. Was it Lee Donny the Bear Donowitz? Yes. The Bear Jew? Yes. His character is supposed to be the grandfather of the movie producer Lee Donowitz in True Romance. All right. Did you hear this at all? I, I saw the article, I did not read it. So this kind of went around a little bit on, on Reddit and uh, David Chen from uh, Slash Film. And they then figured out that essentially all of Quentin Tarantino's movies take place in the same universe or else are films in that universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, his, he, so he's a way more talented Kevin Smith. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jay and Silent Bob. It's be, it's it's it's, it's so like much more. it's like if Kevin Smith had ambition, yeah. he'd be Tarantino. Exactly. <laughs> so this ties it together because Kill Bill is the movie that um, what's her name Uma Thurman refers to in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, she was talking yes. about. Fox Force 5. Yes, yes, And yes. all the, the characters she mentions are the deadly Vipers yes, assassination yes, squad. Yes, yes, So, Kill Bill is a movie in that universe. Likewise, I think, what was the other one? Uh, From Dust Till Dawn is a movie in the same universe. Mm-hmm. But if, and there's, you know, okay, well, I'm trying to go easy on the spoilers for the end of Inglourious Bastards if you haven't seen it. But because of what happens to Hitler at the end of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of Inglourious Bastards and where he dies... Yeah. <laughs> Well, he dies. I don't, I don't, I don't, knows he dies. I don't mean to give off any spoilers. <laughs> Hitler's dead. <laughs> Couldn't you have just said no, because, just of, him. because of what happens to Hitler at the end? Well, no, because it ties into where he dies. Right. Okay, sorry, because of what happens at the end and where it happens. Sorry, if you, sorry, if you haven't seen the movie, then, you know. Oh, sorry. Hitler dies. Come on. <laughs> it's a World War II movie. Hitler escapes on a pony. <laughs> But the point is that that's it's why. It's the only World War II movie ever made where Hitler dies. <laughs> yeah. The whole point is the way we want him to. The reason that because he's in, because he's in a cinema. Yeah. Everyone in that universe is way more into pop culture, which is why there's all those pop culture references and why violence is so fun and mm-hmm. so accepted in that universe. Is what mm-hmm. this guy's tying together. He's saying that like, um, what is it? He's Tarantino's gone on record saying that Kill Bill and From Dust Till Dawn are in a movie movie universe. That is, they're movies that characters from Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, True Romance, and Death Proof universe would go to see in theaters. Mm-hmm. That's where the death the, the thing comes in. But he says that because America World War Two, World War, one World War Two in one concentrated act of hyper violent slaughter, Americans as a whole are more desensitized to that sort of thing. Hence, why Butch is unfazed by killing two people. Mister White and Mister Tink, Pink, Mister Tink, take a pragmatic approach to killing in their line of work. Esmeralda, the cab driver, is obsessed with death, etc., etc. Hmm. So basically, it turns every Tarantino movie into alternate reality sci-fi. <laughs> If he actually did that, that's it's awesome. Genius. It's genius. I can't wait to watch uh, Django Unchained. 
and where that fits in with the whole thing. Yeah, I'm actually really upset that Will Smith turned that role down. It's yeah, like, you and dumb fuck. Someone else left it recently. Did you see the shots? Yeah, yeah. They're nice. I'll buy it. Yeah, nice. It looks like an all-out western. Yeah, and uh, I think that this could be the. That movie. looks like a shot from the seventies. This could be this could be a movie that turns me into uh, uh, a Di- DiCaprio lover. Really? Yeah. I think I think I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for Leo to play a fucking racist fucking villain. That's very specific. <laughs> Not just any villain. It's been no, no, a racist villain in a Tarantino movie. Yes. You know, I mean, that is a different kind of racist villain, as Spike Lee will agree. <laughs> From what I understand, the N word is used liberally, very, very liberally, Once and that most of it comes out of DiCaprio's mouth. Excellent. 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 Tell me you don't want to watch that faggot Jack from Titanic. Fucking talking shit to a bunch of black people, like holding a cigarette holder with with cigarettes that look like they came off the set of Fifth Element. Knowing <laughs> Tarantino, he's probably. Well, hang on, what, what, when's Django and Chain set? Eighteen hundreds or nineteen hundreds? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked. Tell me, Mister History, when was the Wild West? Uh, that was in the eighteen hundreds. Okay, there you go. Sorry, no fun. Jorge. Jorge. Donde está el baño? What's el baño? Oh. Mi pene es el pene del fuego. This pasta is pasta del fire. My penis is the penis of fire. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you like my pene. Mi pene. <laughs> Not pene. Pene. Ah, pene. It's like Chinese, you know, if you say it just slightly wrong, it means something else. Like horse and mother. <laughs> I don't get it. In Mandarin, ma is horse and ma is mother. Oh. It's like Danny Boyd. Do you remember uh, last week we talked a little bit about um, uh, the remake of the slasher flick uh, Maniac and um, the, the Red Band trailer that had come out and uh, how creepy it looks and how awesome it looks. Mm. So, like This is the, uh, the remake of the... I think the original came out in like, 1980, 1981, starred Joe Spinell. It was directed by um, William Lustig. It seems to be your defining movie of all time. Yes. <laughs> um, Finally, if you saw someone on screen you could empathize with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, well, you know, this is the Pixar movie I've been waiting for. <laughs> you know. um, but Woody kill Woody eats. Both. The film uh, had its premiere at the Cannes Film Festival. Oh. And um, there, was, there was a significant amount of uh, surprise that a film like this was getting its premiere at the, uh, the Cannes Film Festival. It was being... It was uh, it was uh, it was screened out of competition as part of their uh, their midnight screenings. Um, they do midnight screenings now. They do, yeah, they do midnight screenings. <laughs> it's just it's, it's changed, man. And um, it was really funny because I was Kim watching, Kardashian was there. It's not. I was watching this video and um, uh, you know you had Elijah Wood and Alexandria and uh, Frank Frank Calhoun and all, all the people and a few, few of the actresses involved in the uh, in the film and and you had uh, this French guy who was um, basically. You know, he's basically you know he's a French journalist or, or the guy the the MC just basically saying narrating announcing everything that's going on, people mm-hmm. who are arriving and all that. And you had this um, this other woman who was doing the English translation over him. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the, the first of the funny parts is that um, is that every actress that comes on is, and, and, and you hear the French guy saying that and, and you hear the and you hear the um, 
the English translation, this chick on the side, like, going, and uh, this is uh, Genevieve, whatever, whatever, was in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, she dies a very brutal death in the picture. <laughs> um, you know, and, and then another actress, and this is so-and-so, who's also in the film, and from what I understand, she, she too, dies a most horrible death. <laughs> The, the lead chick wasn't there. I don't know if she dies. Yeah, uh, but apparently all the other women do. And was the director going like, hey! But um, um, Bill, uh, William Lustig was there, mm-hmm. the director of the original. Mm-hmm. And, you can, and one thing that was sort of uh, consistent throughout the French comment, uh, com- uh, commentary is that they were very surprised that a slasher film was at camp. Was at camp. And especially this particular one, because from the reviews that have come out, apparently this film is very brutal. Mm. And um, one review said, "There's no fucking way this movie's coming out in the states with an R rating." Really? Uh, not the version that was screened at Cannes. No mm. fucking way. Was it going to get an R rating? Which makes you very because you're hard on, doesn't it? There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, freak. No, but wait, 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 wait. I'm, it, not, I'm not done. I'm not done. It's like and. Um, so and you can also tell that this French guy mm-hmm. is—he's uh, a little bit of a genre fan because even though he's acting surprised, uh-huh. he's clearly happy that this movie is at Cannes. Is he being like an idiot? You don't see him; you just hear his voice. Oh. But uh, what's what's really funny is that when he sees William Lustig there, he freaks the fuck out. <laughs> like he really freaks. He's like you know, and he's like, "This is all in French," but it's like, "Oh my God, it's Bill Lustig! This guy's losing his. Speak, sh- and he starts speaking English. No, no, I'm it. saying it's in French. That's <laughs> yeah. the level of excitement. And then you got the woman going, "Oh my God, that's Bill Lustig. <laughs> that that's that's Bill Lustig." This so time. has she just been translating him the whole time? He's she's just doing been, her own. She's been translating him the whole oh. time. But he's losing. You can hear him in the background. He's losing his mind. It's like <laughs> I can't believe it. Who would have thought you'd see this man under the cap of the Bill Lustig. And you just hear Buddhist over and over, and he's losing his mind. Oh my god, I never would have thought that I would, you know, that see, just to see the Bill Lustig <laughs> on the red carpet at Cannes. This is truly a moment to remember, you know, and, and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gee willikers. I found that very funny. <laughs> All right, you gotta give me the link to that, I'll put that up. Okay. Uh, interesting news. Um, I'm not sure if we touched on this because I think we forgot about it because it was in between but uh, The World's End the end of the Cornetto tra- trilogy yes there's been bits and pieces of news about this yes they start shooting in September yeah and uh, it's in London as well right it's in London so it's going to be fucking miserable although September is usually Indian summer right yeah it's, yeah, it's <laughs> is that racist it's going to be very inconsistent in the weather but yes. then again it was kind of dull in Charlotte that they, they use that to their advantage didn't it rain a lot on I don't, uh, well you know I Richard, Cur- Richard Curtis is the only director I can think of who actually portrays London as a very sunny, beautiful city. Yeah. <laughs> the rest, the rest of the, uh, the rest of the uh, the English movies I've seen are pretty upfront about the fact that London has, can be very fucking miserable. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's I mean, a pub it's, crawl. It's a pub crawl. While the world is ending. I wonder if I wonder if uh, the world's end is actually going to be in the movie. I think it is. No, that's where they're supposed to end up. Well, that's that, why I want to bring this up. Um, that just fills me with all kinds of glee. Where? Because that's where I used to. Be. It's a crawl. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the movie revolves around pub crawl with Gary King, Peg, and four childhood friends, including Nick Frost as a as a character called Andy Knight or Andy. Um, while a cataclysmic, possibly apocalyptic event rages around them, but now Peg tells us the movie and uh, involves a crawl through twelve pubs, culminating in the final one, which is the world's end. I was in that pub. It wasn't. No, it's not all that. No. It's not all that. But 
It's uh, I've drank nostalgia. I've drank there many times, yeah. and uh, to to have a movie that'll be about heading over there, mm. I'm gonna get a little lump in my throat when the end credits come out. Yeah. I get a I get a lump in my throat every time I watch uh, uh, Skip to the End. Oh, the. The the behind the what yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. the feature on the, the space. feature on that. Right, I mean right. every time. How many times have you watched that? I've seen it quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I used to no in my in my old place. when they come out of the the, the house yeah, at the end. It's yeah, like yeah. what was that? Oh nobody. All right, Luke. We're not calling you Luke. That bit. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get a bit choked up. <laughs> uh, I meant to go see. I was in fucking for three months, and I was going to go to the house, and then I forgot. I had I had maps and everything. Mm-hmm. I was going to go get photos in front of the 23 Meteor Street. I was talking to... We're talking about Spaced again. Yeah. But <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was, I was talking to Kai uh, like a few months ago, this, this was, um, about, you know, like I was giving him shit. Like, it might be a few months, it might be a year ago. Like, I don't know. Because uh, you know, I was giving him shit about this girl that he seemed close to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, so, you know, like, I was, it, it, was what, it was the same shit you were giving me with fucking uh, the beauty queen from Mars. It was like, how you two friends doing? Yeah. And it was like, how you two friends doing? And it was like, oh, we're not friends. Fucking. What's your two friends? Get to last night? You know, we're, we're just friends. And, and, then, and then he's like, and then he's like, anyway, Tim and Daisy don't, didn't end up together. I'm like, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen the documentary. <laughs> they got married and they have child. And he's like, fuck you! We have to do it sooner or later. Feels so much better now. Which one do next? Scale the cattle. You dirty bitch. <laughs> Feel the weight. <laughs> you can be what? I can't even remember the name of the, the female host on. I, I fucking always. lost my shit when when you when you tweeted back the. Uh, oh yeah, I hadn't thought. <laughs> I was wondering why I didn't get a response. You fell off your charity, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I lost my fucking shit because the antics on that thing yeah. of him doing oh I'm hot oh yeah I'm hot <laughs> if you haven't seen space you should we, again, we're just, we are sorry how old we, we should just we start are. doing a commentary on space we like watch just, a few episodes and do our own commentary and put them up fuck it everyone's doing Game of Thrones ones we might as well be 10 year, 15 years behind oh yeah is that what people are doing apparently okay apparently talking about stuff that's on TV is kind of, kind of the, the, the new thing um, yeah, so I called it last week. Uh, G.I. Joe's been pushed back, and I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. 3D, fuck that. And uh, apparently. Turns out they want more Channing Tatum. Yeah, apparently he just gets. He gets, he gets what is it? What did uh, Simon L. Jackson say when he talked to George Lucas about how he dies? He didn't want to go out like a, like a punk like, bitch. Yeah. And then he went out like a punk bitch at a window. Right, yeah. Apparently Channing Tatum got worse. <laughs> also. Look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's Duke in a bow tie and nothing else. Ew. You know, no Channing love over there? Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> you know, the Peter Queen from Mars, she doesn't like the Tatum. The Tatum? No. She doesn't like the Tatum. The Tatums. She likes the Ryan Reynolds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that in my house again. But yeah, apparently it's like uh, yeah, it's being reworked, and it's it's what was it? The uh, numbers coming back from previews were abysmal. People oh, really? were, yeah, people were complaining about the fact that The Rock and Chinese Tatum didn't get any time together. Because Chinese Tatum, when they first did the first one, he was just that model who turned actor. Yeah. And now with Twenty One Jump Street, his you know his, his stars, stars in ascendant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when, Chen- when, when the when Pluto was in the house of. Not not just because of uh, Twenty One Jump Street. I mean, uh, even though I'll uh, and the vow, yeah, the vow. Like even though I'll never see it, that he, that movie was a huge hit. The vow, the vow, the vow. And uh, and and also he was he was very good in uh, a guide to recognizing your saints. Yeah, I keep meaning to watch that. He was good in that. Mm. He was good in that. I thought he was fun. So was uh, so was fucking Shia LaBeouf. 
Really? Yeah, I bet I do. Shia LaPuff was pretty good in that. Shia LaPuff is a pretty good actor. He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah, but uh, one of one of the deadline sources says that the 3D is an excuse as to not to reveal the tatum of it all. So, uh, well, that's yeah, what I mean, they're like. I've already, I've already said my thoughts on this. I think, you know, uh, I was looking forward to seeing the movie. I think yeah. it's a shame that it's been postponed. And it's really weird because the toys are out. Yes, so and they're going to have to store them. So you, so you that got, ain't cheap. You got all these fucking G.I. Joy to- G.I. Joe toys out. G.I. Joe you know? Joy. And, uh, G.I. Joy. <laughs> G.I. Joy. G.I. Joy juice. Kick up. You know. Uh, and meantime, I got a fucking column out that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> Deadlines. I, 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 I wrote a little. I wrote about fucking GI Joe for my June column. Well, I also wrote about Prometheus, so you know that's been pushed back as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pushed back so it can more resemble an alien movie. You're gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I've been, I might have to swear off Twitter for the week, but there has been people are being good. But I swear to God, if you're on Twitter and you tweet a review that spoils I am a comedian, I will come to your house and shit in your face. Did you say comedian? What? You said Chlamydias. What? You, I, you, what you meant to say was Prometheus. Prometheus. You said Chlamydias. Chlamydia. You said Chlamydias. If you send me Chlamydias, no. <laughs> if you give him Chlamydia, he will not use Twitter for a week. And Chlamydias are Please give him Chlamydia. Aren't Chlamydias a flower you get in a bouquet? Give him Chlamydia. I don't care. Is that what it is? What? It sounds fucked up. It sounds like it eats away at your gonads. But so far, people are saying it's a mess. Or oh. it's good, but you know, I'm, which they're not. That really frightens me because the trailers look awesome. I know. <laughs> Although now, like uh, that whole thing about the director John Chu saying that we have a ten-minute sequence with no dialogue, just ninja action, makes a lot more sense. Yeah. At the time, it sounded great. But now, cro- now, no, it's ten minutes of ninjas doing crosswords. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they make that joke? When they're attacking something, it's like Snake Eyes, are you in? Or was that in something else? Was that in GI Joe Retaliation? No, Retaliation is this. What was it? Ve- Reven- vengeance or something? Was it the, the, the cartoon? Rise of the Cobra. Oh, oh, Vengeance. Was it in the cartoon? I think it might have been in the cartoon. Because mm. they have like Snake Eyes, they're doing like a multi pronged attack. It's like Snake Eyes, are you in? And he doesn't speak, so it's like Snake Eyes, are you there? Yep. And he's like just gesticulating wildly because it doesn't carry over radio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I called it, I knew something wrong. But yeah, you don't do that that late with, uh, whatever, you know, having problems. Um, that's right yeah that's right news um, I don't know about you guys but I am you know as shameless as that movie was I'm a huge fan of uh, ID4 Independence Day mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out they're going to be re-releasing the film in 3D next year uh, on uh, July 3rd when the original movie came when, uh, when ID4 came up wow uh, I'm excited about this I'm excited about this because there was some news about a, about a sequel uh, they were planning a sequel for a while and then the whole thing was like ID5 <laughs> and the whole thing was purely based on whether or not Will Smith would say yes. Yeah. You know, and if you look at if you look at Will Smith's like uh, upcoming roster on IMDb, it's all sequels. Yeah. It's all sequels. It's Hancock Two. Oh really? That's that's the thing. Hancock Two, uh, Bad Boys Three, um, really? fucking Independence Day Two, and and uh, I Robot Two. And I am Legend Two. There isn't a si- no. <laughs> there isn't a single. Starter, for, uh, except for his next one, the uh, the uh, the M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie uh, After Earth. Oh, uh, the one that he's got coming up next year. Every- oh, that's the one that Gary Whitta works on. Yeah, and uh, and uh, that's him, and he's retaining. I listen to a podcast where Gary Whitta just hangs out with these guys who talk geeky stuff. Like it's he's he, he wrote the book of Eli. He uh, the yeah. he's uh, yeah he's worked for PC Gamer, but yeah. 
he just sits in and chats about I really like the new, the new Windows thing or I don't like the new Windows thing kind of weird he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he doesn't get paid for it he just hangs out with these guys but um, he puts up Twitter tweet pics of him meeting Will Smith but aside from aside from After Earth yeah. everything on Will Smith's upcoming roster on IMDB is a sequel yeah. that's ridiculous yeah, yeah. that's crazy but he's at that point where it's like he he's, needs- a, he, he's, he's a big name but he's not taking chances like Ryan, Django and Chain would be a great chance what? Django Unchained yeah it would have been a great chance that's why I'm so upset and there's that level I'm not sure was it someone on Twitter or someone else I think we brought up a while ago someone said on Twitter it's like at this point I would I would even be agreeable to that fucking remake of Old Boy he was supposed to do yeah because you know I mean uh, it, what happened with that Josh Brolin's doing it right yeah Josh Brolin's doing yeah. it and uh, uh, Charlotte uh, Copley is the mm. villain and Elizabeth Olsen is the chick mm. Mm. but you know, someone said, I think it was brought up a while ago, about, like, Eddie Murphy has money. Yeah. Why doesn't he get decent comedians together to write an awesome, funny movie instead of making this bullshit that he makes? Who knows? And it's the same with this. Like, Will Smith has cachet, he has power, he has pull. Will Smith can do whatever the fuck he wants. He I has know. somehow managed to turn his son into a huge global fucking box office draw. Yeah. And it isn't because people like this kid. No. It is purely to do with the fact that it's... He's, he's got, working on his retirement plan. He's got, he's got the Fresh Prince Sheen. Mm. He's got his fucking... Daughter, fucking, that's crazy. It's insane. But it seems, I mean, get the idea that they're having a sequel to this. They seem to be sequels to things like well, Prometheus is the probably the outside, and, and Blade Runner as well. Now they're doing sequels to movies twenty fucking years later. Yeah, that just didn't used to happen. I mean, no, I thought that no. I thought the cycle used to be if it's not started, if it's not kickstarted within a year or two of the movie ending, you never got it. Yeah, I mean, now nowadays it just seems to be this whole thing of they've where run out of ideas. They've run out. It's not just running out of ideas, but there's so much at stake now that everything needs to have gone with the wind too. It, gone harder. It, everything needs to have some kind of built-in not identification factor. Built-in identification factor. Yeah. You know, uh, not necessarily built-in audience, but something that they can build on. Apparently, I mean, like these days, there is that fear of oh, they don't know what it is, they won't go. Exactly, which is complete bullshit. What was that? What was the last one? That it's it's the same thing with oh, it's not a sci-fi movie, oh, even though it involves uh, just time travel and dinosaurs <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't. People, <laughs> there, was something, there was something that was like it's it's not a sci-fi movie. It's like no, it fucking is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I'm just looking forward to seeing this because I just this movie was a great time at the cinema, and this is this movie is a perfect. Ex- I mean, we're just getting back. We're talking about uh, Independence Day. Being, yeah, just what the fuck are we talking? Yeah, yeah. we're just uh, getting back to Independence Day being re-released in 3D next year. Yeah. Bring I'm back George Hirsch. What? Bring it, back George Hirsch. Yes, bring back Judd Hirsch. Bring back Judd. You Dol- and me, but David. <laughs> <laughs> my friend yeah. David used to come yeah, yeah, yeah. saying that <laughs> a lot <laughs> in, case, in case you didn't realize uh, the, the humans win by giving the aliens a cold yeah no they don't it's a virus it's, a, it's from a macbook no but it's like I get, but that's what Jeff Goldblum says I gave it a cold ha 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 in Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> it has like bad uh, it, and, and the, it, the aliens run on USB who would have thought it <laughs> But, but uh, they use an Apple. They use a fucking Mac. No, but this wa- this movie was uh, the first movie in a long time to show global destruction at a great scale. And it was also the first movie to, to, scientif- to scientifically prove that dogs are flame retardant. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also the first. It was also the first movie where aliens blew the shit out of the White House. Yes, <laughs> I remember. Old school. And and I just remember uh, when when that trailer came out. When the White House blew up, people got up and cheered. cheered. It was insane. Yeah. But this is like one of those movies where it's like this movie is this movie is one of those movies that just like you know as long as America exists, 
the rest of the world will be safe. Yes. Right? <laughs> and well, no, it was America and those four pilots in Africa, those four English yeah, guys yeah, in yeah, Africa. Yeah, yeah. They left yes. the whole thing. And, they, and, you know, and they get to say, Ah, the bloody Yanks are attacking. Ah, oh, the bloody Yanks have found a way to do it. Yes. <laughs> but um, <coughs> I wasn't... I remember sitting in, um, I mean, and this movie came out back before the days of uh, the multiplex cinemas. So you, I yeah, maybe here. So I saw this movie. Third world country. Yeah. So I saw this movie on the big screen. I saw it on the big screen. Yeah. Well, well, you know, are you from a third world country too? No. Well, fuck you. We said, we said, us potato. Fuck you, man. Us potato eating bastards civilized themselves, sir. <laughs> to the Irish. Hey. The finest people to ever peel a potato. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but it's I beat you to death with it as well. I, I watched. I watched. I watched this movie on the big screen in Penang. At Penang Cafe with a full house, full of fucking Chinese, Indians, and Malays. And were you wondering why and, Randy and Quaid and was in the hallway during, as well? And during Bill Pullman's speech, everybody in that <laughs> everybody in that cinema they felt American as shit. <laughs> The movie came out in July. Yeah. It's like today we celebrate our, our Independence Day, <laughs> and everyone gets up, even though Merdeka Day is like, like four August. months away. It's like, yeah, America number one. We love you. It was good. So yes, I don't give a fuck what you think. Also, oh, Alec Baldwin, not Alec Baldwin, Adam Baldwin. Yes, Adam Baldwin's in that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Just in a suit, looking angry. Yeah, that's, that's right. great. Sir. That's right. He's also a predator too. Oh yeah, he's Dick Gary Busey's right hand. Yeah, you'll ruin everything. Fuck <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> uh, Adam Baldwin, friend of the show. What's yeah. up? What's up? <laughs> uh, comic book news. This kind of cut me. I saw this headline and I was like thinking, oh, that reminds me of that comic book I used to read. But it actually is that comic book I used to read. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, who did Drive. Yes. Did you ever see this Button Man comic? By it was it was, a, it was John Wagner who cr- yeah, created yeah, Joe Dredd. Long, long time ago. Long time ago. You saw, you saw it, right? Yeah. Did I you mean, see it in the original probs? No. <laughs> no. I was getting. I think it was. Was it the magazine? I was in twenty. Oh, it says graphic novel here, but I think it was either two thousand eight or Judge Dread the magazine. It was. It was quite a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, and it was a backup in two thousand eight, and had nothing futuristic about it whatsoever. It had a really scratchy seventies looking art style. Like you can see the picture there. I'll put yeah. a picture of it. It's, it's it's grainy looking, and it looks like it's shot on eight millimeter or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it is about a hitman, and it's a game. They're button men. They all kill each other, mm-hmm. for the, and they all have a backer and stuff. And it was all. Him trying to get out and him trying to haunted by these other guys. I, I, have, I have no fucking memory of what it's about. I remember, ve- I, I do remember reading it ages ago. Yeah. And, but not even like reading it, just sort of like being aware of it. Yeah. You know, because I, I had shitloads of like 2000 AD stuff lying, lying around that, that was, uh, I inherited from my dad. Oh, yeah? Uh, at, you know, and it was like I would look at stuff, you know, but the only one that really like caught my attention was Judge Dredd. But he, even as a kid, Judge Dredd freaked me out. Really? Because, no, because you, you got to admit, like, the characters in 2000 AD are sick and disgusting. Yeah. You know, and. You got the fatties, you got the uglies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and as a kid, that really freaked me out. Was there any bad company in there? Kano? The fucking. Yeah, yeah. The cruels? Shit's fucked. It's fucked up. You got these fucking like rogue trooper just going seven, around cutting people's hair. It's like seven hundred pound fucking pieces of fucking pus on on tricycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and that was really clean air. Yeah. Who was that? Was that John? White? No, it wasn't John. White. Is that like Brian Bollins kind of stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I remember that stuff as well. Or you know, the, the, there was the whole thing it's of the ugly, the uglies, right? The ugliness yeah, yeah, yeah. movement and it's fucked up. And Boeing. There was the Boeing thing. <laughs> I, I was a big fan of Chopper from Oz. You know the surfboards, the that's the right illegal surfboard thing. That's, that's great. <laughs> that comic is fucking weird. It's nuts. When it's, you try and explain what we're talking about, it is yeah. one of the weirdest fucking things you can imagine. 
Well, I mean, shit, if you're a Ridley Scott fan, then you like 2000 AD because so much of Ridley Scott's sci-fi stuff comes from 2000 AD. Mm. When, he was making Ali- when he was making Blade Runner, 2000 AD was his inspiration. And really? Yeah. You know, like, you know, a lot of the stuff from 2008, like, if you look at the, the, the designs on Alien and Blade Runner, mm. you know, like, the stuff that Sydney... Are you telling me that Alien is secretly Ace Truck and Co.? No, I'm just, I'm just saying that, it like, look I'm just saying that Ridley Scott was inspired by the, the artwork on two, 2000 AD, he was inspired by Mobius, he was inspired, yeah. he was inspired by... He was, the, inspired, he was inspired by the good bits of 2000 AD. 2000 AD was, what, weekly or fortnightly, so yeah, there there's was, a lot of, yeah, 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 there's there's a lot lot of shit, shit in there. There's a lot of shit, but a lot of amazing talent came out of 2000 yeah. AD. A lot of amazing talent, like you, really edgy talent. Online, you can see Alan Moore's first Future Shock. Yeah, I think it, his first Future Shock is the the car chase with Nemesis mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, the Blitzspear. You know, driving through the tunnels of Termite. <laughs> Alan Moore must hate the world so much. I mean, Nemesis, the character, is fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. He's a horse-headed demon-looking alien who fights against evil humans, <laughs> and he's fucking cool. <laughs> and he has a human girlfriend, right? I think. Let me kill her and talk mad at like oh fuck I don't know I can't remember it's weird this is my childhood yes this is what I used to read when and I that, was that act as well was Simon Bisley style yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was fucked yeah. up you look at this shit going what the, uh. this is what I used to read when I was five <laughs> need I explain anything no <laughs> no no sir you do not this is what my father shoved in my face when I was a child. But, so this is a gritty crime drama. It's not any of the future stuff. But uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, you haven't seen Drive yet, have you? I haven't seen Drive yet. Fuck you. I just, you know, because after, wa- you. after watching uh, fucking all the movies that Ryan Gosling's done since then, I have a funny feeling I've already seen Drive. No, you haven't. <laughs> you have. No, but no, Drive no, no, is... No, 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 no. I, I, I know. I know I should see it. Everyone, it's, it's his noir. Everyone tells me it's awesome. Yeah. I just, I just can't handle watching Ryan Gosling for another couple of hours be still. No, but in this... Is he still? It's dead. It's tense stillness. It's tense stillness. You remember, you saw the trailer and driving around that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that music, the music's awesome. Though. Oh, you read about this too? Oh, just now. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is either the best news or the worst yeah. news ever. <laughs> so, the Rango, Rango co-writer Jim... Okay, fuck it. Jim Burkett and Alex Manugin. Where the fuck did these names come from? Where's Smith? Um, have been hired to pen a script for a Fraggle Rock movie. Um, this has been fucking in and out of development hell for so long. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking anything that's in development hell for this long should probably stay there. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I ever want to get my Fraggle Rock fix, I got the box sets. Yes. You have the box sets? No, I don't. But I can get them. <laughs> you know a guy. I, uh, <laughs> you can get your Fraggle Rock fix if you need it. Paul Hashem has them. Oh, did you hear? Apparently, I was listening again to Gary Witter said this. What? Um, apparently... The bookends on Fraggle Rock were different in different regions. Oh yeah, yeah. So in England, it's like an English bookstore, a bookstore owner. Because uh-huh. I know there's different watches of it. I think oh, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought different seasons were different things, but it might be just where they're produced. So because mm-hmm. uh, there was a lighthouse, right, with the dog, the mm-hmm. lighthouse keeper, the dog, and through the mouse hole is where the Fraggles live, right? Yeah. And occasionally they go into outer space, which is our world. Mm-hmm. But I think in England or Canada, there was like a bookstore. I thought that was a different series. I thought that was like series two or something. Right. But apparently it might be they just did book it, they did, did book different bookends for different markets. I which see. blows my fucking mind. I did not know that. And apparently you can't get the DVD of the different one that he watched. It's it's kind of funny to me. It's like I mean I love the uh, the series Fraggle Rock. Um, and if you watch it now as an adult, you find that there's a lot of things that you miss as a kid. Because as a kid, you're just watching the Muppets. Yeah. You're just watching the fucking Doozers and everything. You know. You uh, don't realize that the Doozers he, are a, a, a metaphor for the struggle of the working classes against the uh, cultural elites. Exactly right. Because the cultural elites eat their construction it, work, just like in real life. Exactly right. You know, I, mean, I love eating art. 
You know, I mean, Franklin Rock predicted Obamacare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only it was called Gubercare. <laughs> but was it Wembley? Yeah, Wembley. Yeah. Why was he called Wembley? There was Red Wembley. But um, Moki was a, another a thing. Man another, thing another thing that you realize when you watch this is how funny the show is. Like, like the dialogue is very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I watched it. Um, I just love to watch Uncle Traveling. I, I, I was waiting for Uncle Traveling Man every week. He's going to a library. Look at the Muppet in the library. I bought Hashem the uh, the complete uh, first season a few years ago for mm-hmm. his birthday, and um, we watched a few of the episodes like completely off our face. But we watched it, and it was hysterical. Yeah. Not just like just the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. It was really really funny. But I'm not so sure. I mean, I was really happy when they first announced that they were going to do a Fraggle Rock. But that movie. was three four years. That ago. was like, three four years ago, and I have no more interest in it anymore, especially after the Muppets movie came out, mm. because I, I you know. The Muppets movie was a was a fun family movie, but for me as a Muppets fan, it really did not recapture the original magic. Really? Not for me, no. Not for me. It was good to see them all again. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, and there was some element of nostalgia there. Uh, but I thought it was really well done. I thought it was really no, sweet. And it, no, it, 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 was, it was a sweet movie, you know. And, and also, it had Dave Grohl dressed like animal. Right. It, it was a sweet movie, and it had its moments. But was it a patch on the Muppet movies of before? No. I've wa- I, I have was the first one The Great Muppet Caper it, I have watched that recently and we were like who's that? <laughs> all the humans is like yeah. who's that guy? The Great Muppet Caper is awesome yes Charles Grodin yes <laughs> and at the end Animal comes huge for a little bit and that's awesome that's the Great Muppet movie sorry I saw that one I haven't watched the Caper yet yeah Great Muppet Caper is the one in New York uh, the Great Muppet movie is the one with Charles Durning yes Charles Durning and that's the one where Animal becomes really big in his head I always get those confused and then we also have uh, Follow That Bird which I haven't, I haven't got copied that yet yeah because we're going to be we're going to watch all of them but anyway anyway um, saying it's the writers of Rango was one thing I guess it's figuring out what they're going to do with this because you can't like the Muppet movie is bringing in all those famous people, famous people and everyone else I thought it was really successful doing that mm-hmm. you can't do the same for the Frangos they live underground yeah they don't hang out with celebrities yeah so I slapped that picture of uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rango was on TV the other week, and we watched the second half of it because it's fucking funny and weird. Rango's awesome. Yeah, no. and I, I forgot. I forgot. We only see it in the cinema. I haven't seen. I've watched it since on DVD. And just the bit where he's, <laughs> where they lock them in the, the. It was in the trailer, but the bit where they put them in the the, the cask that's slowly filling with water. He's like, I've got a plan, and he like bangs on the glass. Yeah. Help! Let us out! <laughs> I was. I was at work the other day and uh, Leon was like pointing out like this other guy like uh, Jason in the office and he's like apparently um, Jason only just saw Rango for the first time yesterday and I was like oh really how'd you like it and Jason you know he's like this very meek Chinese guy he's like oh yeah I thought it was really good Mm -hmm. I thought it was excellent movie he's like oh yeah yeah and then he's like I don't know why before I didn't watch I just looked at it and I thought this is the worst movie ever (laughs) it's it's horrible looking it's it's like some of those animals are just repulsive I was like what do you mean this is this is the worst movie. What do you mean? No, oh, I just looked at it. And it looked like the worst movie. <laughs> and then finally, I gave it a chance. And that's <laughs> that's the market apparently that are confused about going movie. to see movies they haven't seen before. Oh yes, please, Miss Patterson. Yes, please. Thank you. It wasn't like it's not like oh, I don't think it's for me. It's the worst movie ever. That's what I don't know. I don't understand this. So I must hate it and burn it. <laughs> this is what that that is the exact mindset that executives are worried about. Yeah. 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 Calling on muggles. <laughs> so, I won't be going to this. <laughs> I won't be going to this. Well, I might be in town anyway because Garbage are playing in Singapore on the 21st of August. Oh, is the muggles thing coming to Singapore as well? Yeah, so the Harry uh, Potter can't exhibit. Be fucked. 
The Harry Potter exhibit, you're not going to go get your own wand? No. Just for changing the TV channels? No, I don't want to get my own wand. Wingardium Leviosa. Lamgardium, oh, suck my it's pizza. CSI, it's CSI again. Because <laughs> there is those remote control ones. Yeah. Lamgardium, lick my balls. Well, I, I like seeing props. If I want to go see props, yo, yo props to my props, yo. Uh, Chris I, Brown. Chris Brown. I like to see my props and beat him. Um, I, I wouldn't mind going to see this. I like behind the scenes things. There was a, I missed, my cousin put pictures up on Facebook of... Invasion Ireland, which apparently they had if I was going a to, Star Wars thing. If I was going to Singapore for any attraction, I'd go for the Transformers 3D ride. Yeah, that's, one, the those, that's one of those things where the, the Autobots of the Transformers keep gesturing wildly at the small car in the foreground. It just no. I love that shit. No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was never that. I was never big enough a, a Harry Potter fan to really justify wanting to. Fucking do that shit. No, I mean, <laughs> hang on, is that the right one? Harry um, Harry Potter. Yeah, the way that everyone says his name was just weird. Harry Potter. Actually, I mean, the best character in there was was Voldemort. Don't say his name. Really? Random entry. No, it's like Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes stole that whole franchise, as far as I'm concerned. There was a thing on. Don't Tumblr. you think? That There's he... a thing on not Tumblr and Iron Gang. It was like Dumbledore and Kid Voldemort. He's like, let me teach you a trick. Got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's why Voldemort <laughs> my fucking hero <laughs> I don't know but it, I mean I do like behind the scenes things. Like one of the things I like when I went to that, that, time, that one time when I went to London camp um, would you think they would have cast Ray Fiennes if Michael Jackson hadn't died yes <laughs> um, they, they'd Michael seen, Jackson would have saved shitloads of money seen in the makeup it was okay um, but uh, what you call it Ray, Ray Fiennes without a nose looks like Michael Jackson I like those behind the scenes thingies uh, I went to when I was in London I went to the film thingy on the key by the river with the with the, with the dangly bits you were the one <laughs> I was there you were the one who was there what are you asking me what it was called I think it's, the, it's not the BFI because the BFI is that round building but it's on the uh, on the the east where the art centre is in the London the Battersea Art Centre no 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 in the, in the central city the, where, where the, where, what the Barbican no but where I've forgotten the actor's name the guy the actor big shot American actor from uh, <laughs> I've just lost my mind <laughs> <laughs> nothing you are saying is helping me I think I'm having a stroke <laughs> You know that guy in the band with the long hair? He plays the guitar. <laughs> yeah, John. Um, <laughs> Cougar Mellencamp. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> that place in the middle you know of that, London. What's that art centre in London where um, the guy... <laughs> the bad guy from Seven. What's his name? Okay. Oh, the the, uh, the old Vic. Yeah, the old Vic. The old Vic. I, Kevin Spacey. Few, Kevin Spacey. So a few doors up from that. A few yeah. doors up from that. <laughs> the art centre. Yeah, it's the, a theatre. It's a theatre. It's... <laughs> There is art there, right? The it is a centre for art. The anyway, the there's an arcade or something, or the mall or something, some shit, and inside there they have a Film Institute history place. Do they know? Yes, they do. <laughs> Put photos on my fucking Facebook, you asshole. <laughs> they had, like, the Batman suit, and they had, like, the, yes, the yes. chip from the beginning of 28 Days Later. Yes. I can remember that for some fucking reason. <laughs> I put photo. Oh, they had um, Joey Tribbiani's pod from Lost in Space. I got a big photo of that. You showed me this. Yes, you showed me this. Yes. So I like those kind of you know seeing those. They had the glaive, but it looked shit from Crawl. All that kind of stuff. I, I like seeing this stuff. It's film history. It's nice to see. I like seeing this stuff too. I just don't like seeing it in Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to see Harry Potter. Shit. You know, it's like Singapore is too reminiscent of Malaysia. Yeah. Like when I see this stuff, I want to feel like I'm miles away from where I'm from. 
Was bloody brilliant. Why, thank you. And two points removed from Gryffindor for being late. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's not the actual line, but. I think someone's. Uh, I think it's crack.com put together how that universe is just fucked. <laughs> like, the whole concept of the points system is psychologically for kids terrible. Yeah. Also, Slytherin, maybe you're supposed to. It seems to be just like, okay, that's where you go when you're evil. So I'm not sure whether graduation is they just kill you. All right, we've, you've proven you're evil. You've got the top points this year. Now we're going to go, go into the showers. I mean, gas room. I mean, showers. I don't know. It's just, fuck, what the fuck is that all about? Well, thank you, sir. But uh, like, there is, I mean, I'm, I'm Rather than you standing up and abandoning me when I'm... You abandoned me in the middle of my <laughs> round. But no, because my cousins went to, they put photos on Facebook of, uh, they went to the Star Wars Invasion Dublin. Ah, oh, well, if I lived in Dublin, I'd go to that. So they had, what was it? They had the, uh, the Emerald Garrison. Oh. cool shit. We did the same thing, only it was fucking Boba Fett. Yeah, so it's like the Emperor and uh, Speeder Scouts and my cousin and his kid and a friend's kid. And my cousin ha- is fucking having more of a fun time than... Like, this guy, I don't know who this guy is. Having more of a fun time than any of the kids. Did he dress up? No, no, he didn't dress up. But it's just like... They had, I don't know why they had movies and stuff. But there's not that many photos. But they had guys dressed up and they had, like, the 501st. The 501st were at... MGC Con as well, Yes, right? yes, yes. The 501st... Imperial uh, Garrison. Um, outpost Malaysian... Uh, Legion Malaysian Outpost. Or is it Outpost Malaysian Legion? I don't know. Malaysian. They have that other group, that lightsaber. The Fight Saber performance team. They've yeah. been together since 2010. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Why was it funny? Because I... You know, I mean... Okay, they, they take their shit really seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And, I did um, see some of the video, and they were, like, doing it quite slowly. Well, yeah, well, I'll get to that. So, uh-huh. like, I was there early in the morning, right? And they were rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And when they rehearsed, they were really good. Yeah. But when there was an audience there, they slowed the fuck down. And it looked like... Were they afraid of, like, letting the saber go and think, decapitating think, a three-year-old? I, I just don't think they're seasoned performers. Uh-huh. You know, I, I think they're... They're nervous. They're like, ching, 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 when we're on our own. And as soon as there's an audience there, it's like, people are watching! Time is moving so slowly. But they got used to it over the couple of days. Uh. And on the last day when they were getting into their stride, right, and they were starting to really get into it, um, I noticed that they actually have dialogue. They, what? They're they, whispering to each other? They, no, no, they, no. They, they scream shit out. They talk to each other. And, like, they use the force. Like, one of these motherfuckers will hold his hand out and the other person will jump back oh. and fall to the ground. It's all, cor- I, uh, that it's all, it's all choreographed. And then one guy was like, Enough of this nonsense! You know, it's nonsense, 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 nonsense. Rabbits, 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 rabbits. You know, and I was just, this is really hardcore. But like, uh, get back to the day before when I'm at, rehe- at the watching them rehearse, and this guy, you know, he's dressed up all in black, and he looks like Anakin from Episode Three. So looks like a dickhead. There you go. And so he's walking past, and I'm like, he's like, are you? What are you, Anakin? And he's like, I'm a Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> he scared me, Jorge. He's like, I'm like, are you Anakin? He's like, and he gets really pissed off. He's like, I'm a Sith Lord. <laughs> Did he try to force choke you? <laughs> I'm a Sith Lord. And then he walks off. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, then why? Don't dress like Anakin. Well, then why the fuck are you holding hands with a chick who's dressed up like she's from the Rebel Alliance? <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that to him because that's the awesome comeback. Well, it's I did. Oh. I did say that to him. Well, what did he say? He chose not to listen to that. Oh, really? Yeah. He was forced not listening. Yeah. But they, I mean, to be fair, you gotta fucking... Yeah, yeah. You gotta respect them, man. I mean, like, that's true commitment. Yeah. I mean, this is the most, this is the most thing... And those lightsabers aren't cheap. 
Because, no. because these are the full contact lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, they're like about 250 bucks US a pop. Mm. They're not fucking cheap. So these guys, they're. And you can bend that shit. I mean, you saw any, any of the yeah. behind the scenes shit you saw of Star Wars before you hated it. Um, you know, you see, like, you know, what's his name? Um, this is happening to me a lot today. And you're not smoking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a senior citizen. Um, <laughs> you know, the guy from Trains. Hugh McGregor, like, himself and. I don't, remember, I don't want to remember the guy's name but they were hitting each other so hard that you could see the metal poles they have they take out digitally later and replace with lightsabers were getting bent because they were actually hitting each other so hard you're like Olivia Dunham you're, your fucking memories are getting twisted I'm in two with different all, universes with all, with all the stuff that you used to remember from your old life and yeah. what you're forgetting from your, pre, from your pre, oh, current life or oh, yeah. <laughs> but see uh, this is the downside of podcasting on Saturday why I'm hungover <laughs> Oh, yeah, like you were fucking sober as a priest on Sunday on Sundays. In about ten minutes. Depends the... He's going to be as sober as a priest on Sunday. Depends on what, what kind of priest it's you know. Ten minutes. I mean, it's holy wine. Why so do we good. have to keep cutting these things so close? <laughs> Doc! Oh, my God, Doc! <laughs> Doc, you don't just walk into a store and buy a potato. <laughs> there you go. Did you whip that off? <sighs> of course! From a group of Libyan nationalists. They wanted me to build them a bomb, stop so I it. took the plutonium and made them a bomb made out of pinball machine parts. Future loop. I wanted to slap you. <laughs> stop it. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, toy of the week. Toy of the week. Okay. Okay. Now there are uh, two kinds of toys that I'm going to be talking about. Are you, so you're, you're going to do a toy of the week and bonus toy of the week again? Are we going to no. because you did bonus last week. No, 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 no. I'm going to do a toy of the week for insanely rich people uh-huh. and toy of the week for people who are moderately well off. It's cheaper than a uh, pulse rifle. Okay. Now, the first thing that I want to bring to your attention, and this comes from Studio Art and Technology, uh, and uh, this is ready to pre-order. It'll be coming out December 2012, and uh, the price is 600 US. Now, what this is, is that this is a Men in Black 3 standard issue sidearm prop replica. You can find it in the sports and uh, hunting section. Now, Shop smart, shop as smart. Now, there's one thing about... now I. I have not seen Men in Black 3. I've no. heard mixed things, but I've heard that... It's it, better than 2. I've heard that it leans more towards the good than it does the bad. Because it doesn't just rain when... It, it's not that you cry when it rains. It's that it <laughs> rains when you cry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, but there's one thing i got to say is that this is a... Bu- if you are the kind of person that is into collecting rep- prop, prop replicas, mm-hmm. and I have a soft spot for these things. I have a few myself from the uh, Lord of the Rings and the Star Wars franchise. Don't you have a light-up orc sword? Uh, I have Sting. Sting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, does it make a noise when you hit something? Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, and even when you don't hit something. Yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> and I, I, I too have I have a Tron identity disc. Yes. And and these are just cool looking things. That, which yeah. is what. So this would fall into the if you have money to burn category. This is a very very cool looking prop. It's a very nice piece. Yes. Uh, now this is a new piece. It is. I don't. I have not. I don't recall this from uh, the previous two sequels. Uh-huh. I, I I hope to if they ever release the noisy. Cricket. Yes, I am there in a heartbeat. Because <laughs> it's so small. If they ever release the noisy cricket, I will pre-order this shit I in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, this is a little rich for my blood. Six hundred US for a prop le- for a prop replica sidearm. This is coming from the man who spent like hundred bucks on a lineup bust, right? Or was it sixty nine ninety nine? What? How much is the lineup bust? Lineup bust. Don't you get lineup? Oh no, it was a Hellboy bust. 
A Hellboy? I don't have a Hellboy button. What did you get? Oh, a Hellboy statue. Yeah. Now this was, look, that was a fucking 24 inch <laughs> And see, there is where the weirdness comes in. It's like, oh, I'm not going to pay 600 bucks no, for no, that, no. but I pay 100 no, bucks no. for this. No, no, and I bought that years ago when, uh-huh. I, when I was young and reckless. Just too, like, what did you, you came back with a, a, a body bag full of shit from Comic-Con. Everybody comes back with a body bag full of shit at Comic-Con. <laughs> There are lots of cheap, big things, okay? I keep forgetting I have those edition, those special edition uh, Batman characters. No, I mean, but all I'm... But yeah, no, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, this is a very cool-looking thing. We'll put up a, we'll put up a thing to it. Don't close that browser, because it's my laptop. I can do that. I can get the link. Yeah, you no, just have to go searching for what you do. No problem. But, I mean, like, here's just, like, some product specifications for you. Is that it's tool from the original machining files. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Used to create the screen, used props. Um, it's as used in Moo's restaurant. Yes. It's, uh, there's only a thousand pieces worldwide. It mm. is screen accurate. It is full scale. Uh, it does come with a display stand. It does light up. It has LED light effects. Yes. It's got uh, a numbered plaque. And, of course, it comes with a certificate of authenticity. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a very cool-looking prop. Not it's just a silver. It's, a sil- it's one of those silver men in black guns with a nice grip. Not just, not just as a men in black uh, thing, but also as a, sci- as a sci-fi piece. It is really, really cool. Feel the way. Now, uh, there's something... I'd like to, like, seeing as we're talking about Men in Black, if you've ever been looking for cool Men in Black figures, uh-huh. uh, Enter Bay, Enter Bay, the uh, company that's based in um, ho- uh, Hong Kong that is famous for doing the, uh, the insanely awesome Bruce Lee figures. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one you have as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have come out with um, uh, action figures for Men in Black. And uh, so they have Will Smith and they have Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Agent K, played by Will Smith, uh, he, if you buy him, he comes with uh, Frank the Pug. Oh, excellent! You know, so that that'll be cool too. Uh, but these, I mean, like if you're the if you're the kind of collector that's looking for authentic, like if you're really looking for authentic uh, likeness. If you spend your last paycheck on the Loki Avengers, and you're now looking to spend your next paycheck. Yeah, I mean, that's. I thank you for saying that. I was about to get to that. Oh, yeah. uh, because Interbay doesn't come up with figures as often as Hot Toys. For those of you who don't know, Hot Toys are the guys who have been coming up with all of the Avengers figures. Oh, okay. Uh, their most recent stuff is the uh, the Loki figure. And Which is hot shit. It's amazing. I mean, I, I would say that Hot Toys and Interbay, if you are looking for um, really good likeness of actors, those are the two companies to look for, Interbay and uh, for Hot Toys. Um, I mean, of course, you have the sort, you know, you have NECA and uh, Reels, Reels Toys and yeah. uh, you have McFarlane Toys, and uh, they are also known for their likenesses as well. But for my money, you really cannot beat Hot Toys and Interbay. You are paying. Significantly more. Primo books. These these are not cheap figures, but no. if you are, they're worth it. They are worth it. If you are a collector, um, they are worth it because they really come with every conceivable kind of pose. Yeah, it's like you can pose these guys any way you want. They come with interchangeable hands, different different head sculpts. There are all kinds of crazy shit that you can get and you can make these characters do. Particularly for the Hot Toys toys. Um, so if you want, you can have Agent K fisting Agent J. There, yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> You can, you, you know, <laughs> you can't. They are uh, available individually for two hundred twenty-five US. Have you seen or, any of the posters around town for Men in Black? There's a big one um, yeah. uh, down the way, but it doesn't look like Will Smith or Josh Brolin, or it just doesn't look like them. No, it you notice that? Yeah, I it's have. Kind of weird. That. It is very, very strange. I mean, I know these toys are not cheap. No, you know, but these are. I mean, like. These toys are collectibles. Yes, they're not toys. No. Uh, but if you are a movie fan, if you're, uh, you know, if, if you're a fan of the Avengers, if you're a fan of uh, Men in Black, I highly recommend getting these because, regardless of how Men in Black Three does, 
the Men in Black franchise, it is a cool franchise. Mm. You know, like just uh, visually and the, the whole concept of it is cool. And these figures are very cool. It's you, very nicely designed. That retro styling in a modern day yeah, yeah. is very, very... You know, and I haven't seen nice. the third one, no. but I wasn't a fan of the second, but I loved the first one. I thought the first one was a genuine milestone in science fiction, comedy, cinema. But you know, I kind of hated Will Smith in it. Because he was doing, like, it wasn't, it well, was like him doing a wise ass as opposed well, to, I mean, the funniest scene was dragging the table across. I'm just going to get down on this. I mean, the, the, first, the first Men in Black movie, I mean, came out, I mean, before Will Smith was more... Will Smith! Yeah, I mean, Will Smith was still fucking Fresh Prince yeah. at that point. You know, and, and I think we forget that sometimes, is that Will Smith <laughs> it never stopped being Fresh Prince, really. He just became Fresh Prince who became interested in acting. Fresh Prince <laughs> in a suit. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince in a flight suit. Fresh Prince in a drama course who yeah. really wants to do well. So look, Fresh, Fresh Prince degrees of separation. Look, I'm going to cry in this scene. Yeah. T-shirt of the week. T-shirt of the week. Uh, this week, T-shirt of the week is coming from wheelofine.com, which 90% of our T-shirts of the week will probably come from. There you go. Because I'm on the email list. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's either there or last access to nowhere, which I'm wearing right now. And someone's going to sleep. She's like, Jorge. she's like, Jorge. she's like, fuck this. <laughs> Throw shit. Fuck you, hot toys. <laughs> <laughs> Someone prefers NECA figures. Uh, <laughs> she's got Care Bears on her phone, the big dog on her laptop. That's weird. And her inside baseball. Moving on. Uh, this week's uh, we, uh, Teacher of the Week, is, We Love High Teacher of the Week, we just, they're going to sponsor it anyway, um, is The Cycle is Complete. So this is a red tea. Only comes in red. Any color as long as you, as you like, as long as it's red. Um, this is Darth Vader on it saying, The Cycle is Complete, and he's standing next to a red bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty fucking cool. I don't, I get, it's nice and distressed. I don't know if I would wear this, though. There's some t-shirts, you know, that are like... It's like last week's one as well. It's a good joke. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd wear it. Yes, you would. You would? I would. You would. I wouldn't wear it every day. No. But I would wear it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got all kinds of weird t-shirts. That's true. Now, there's a t-shirt I wouldn't fucking wear. The one with the unicorn on it? No, or? the one with the Autobot insignia with the fucking... The robots in disguise with the, the thing on it. The glasses and mustache on yeah. it. I wouldn't fucking get that. No, I'd go for the, 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 the Bubba Fett. No, no, but there is... The like Mandal- go, 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 go to their peanut section. There is one t-shirt. Peanuts? Yeah, they have a peanut section. Go, go to the peanut section. Go to t-shirts and they... Yeah. Now, um, th- there is uh, one... <laughs> Nav- navigate the website with Eden Gavin. <laughs> there is one t-shirt on We Love Find that... The next time I do order from these motherfuckers, I'm definitely getting this shit uh-huh. because it is fucking hilarious. I, I mean, I, I, I find it really hilarious. You need to get some... Uh, this one. Come out of play. play. <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah, this has Charlie Brown holding a baseball like screaming. <laughs> Come out and play! <laughs> Warriors! Come out and play! <laughs> and all the 22-year-olds are going, what the fuck is he talking about? What's peanuts? <laughs> What's peanuts? Why is he talking about his penis? <laughs> It's good for you. They do have, uh, we love find a, a, a great selection of t-shirts. They do have a lot of good stuff. Yeah, so I would go there for that. Yeah. And this again is a good point where we would have emails. So if you want to email us in, it's emails at uh, podcast at com. Or if you go to the website, you can find our Twitter. Gavin is Gavyap, at Gavyap, and I'm at McNasty Prime. At McNasty Prime. Yeah. Uh, before we go into reviews, there is something that I would like to say briefly uh, because it is it is kind of the news of the week and we forgot to talk about it, is um, the set pictures from Iron Man 3. Oh, you went there. I was wasn't sure whether you'd seen it or not because it's kind of spoilers and I didn't want to ruin well, things I, for you like Prometheus is ruined for me because of my interest. Well, you know, I did consider the whole spoiler thing, but then I realized like, 
they're going to be fucking... It'll be advertised. It'll be advertised, you know what I mean? So, but uh, the actor, uh, James Badge Dale, um, the only thing that I'm familiar with this guy from is 24. You're looking at this, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, apparently, uh, from set pictures from the uh, Iron Man 3 set, confirm that um, the... Iron Patriot. Yes, that the Iron Patriot will be featured in Iron Man 3. Mm. Um, this is a little weird, because in the comics, uh, Norman Osborn... From Spider-Man. From Spider-Man. Uh, Will of the Foe. Yes. Is, uh, is the guy in the suit. Yeah. But because Sony writes... Because, yeah, they have because, the rights to Will of the Foe. But, but yeah. So, because Spider-Man is still owned by Sony, I guess they can't have Norman Osborn in there. So, so they got this other guy. Uh, the, the, the fucking character, his name is uh, Eric Savin. And, is uh, this it, who's supposed to play cross something? Or does it, like, there was cold blood or something? Yeah, well, in the comics, um, Eric Savin is cold blood. Who's cold blood? Because um, Iron Man's villains aren't very memorable. No, he hasn't got a great rogues gallery. The no, Flash is a fantastic rogues gallery, yeah, but he's no, a different company. So Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Iron Man, that's one thing Iron Man and Thor have in common. Yeah. Is that their villains aren't worth a shit. No, I mean, <laughs> it, have you ever seen the, the flowchart? Okay. Uh, the, the Thor flowchart? Flow yeah. It's like, what's happening? Something's gone wrong. Um, is Loki involved? Yes or no? You know, it's a flowchart. It's like, and it always the answer is always frost giants. <laughs> All answers lead to frost giants because it's always frost giants. Um, I'm not too familiar with the character of Cold Blood. Um, this is in the yeah, but this, this uh, Iron Patriot is in the level of comics in the last couple of years where I think after Civil War, yeah, uh, Norman Osborn took over Shield, yeah, and then. Uh, he got his Dark Avengers who pretended to be the real Avengers but they were actually all villains like so instead of Spider-Man they had Venom they had the Iron Patriot instead of Iron Man yeah. um, who's their Hulk? did they have a Hulk? I don't know I fucking gave up I didn't, I didn't read that shit yeah I didn't either but I mean it was, it was a cool idea a cool visual anyway um, so um, they were all evil characters pretending to be the good characters and they were working for, on behalf of the government who was evil as well the only thing that this I mean I mean, Ben Kingsley apparently now is confirmed as the Mandarin and that's what's weird so he's the Mandarin it's already said it's going to be based on Extremist which is one of the few Iron Man comics I've actually read yep it's the only Iron Man comic I've actually read <laughs> I haven't read Extremist because read, the, the artist who did that is that kind of he does this weird slippery gross looking technology stuff I uh, I mean like I actually haven't read Extremis. I've read the early Iron Man stuff. So so I don't really know what to think about this. Extremis uh, is cool. There's a dude that throws a van at Tony. It's awesome. The, the only thing, I like that. The only thing that kind of concerns me about about these set pictures is that I really hope we don't get another you know Iron Man versus Iron Man climax. Yeah. Because we had that for the first two movies, and uh, it had grown way tiresome in the second film. Hmm. So for this one, I people really seem to be ragging a lot on Iron Man Two these days. A lot of the retrospectives are based on the actually, Avengers actually, Two. Actually, actually, you know what? You know what? I mean, Iron Man Two. I didn't give it a good review when it first came out, but I have since watched it again and I enjoyed it. Hmm. You know, I I didn't enjoy it the first time I saw it. Oh. Uh, I'll be honest about that. Really? But yeah, I didn't. Did you say that on the podcast? Yes, what I did. What else have you been hiding from me? I don't know. No, I said that on the podcast. Is that paying attention? Is that it just didn't have the the zip yeah. that the first one did? Um, and also, um, I, yeah, there was just. I mean, I felt that Iron Man Two was bloated. It had good moments, it had mm. good sequences, but I felt that the overall package was very good. Sam Rockwell's Orange Hands that took you out of the movie, right? Sam Rockwell was one of the best things in that movie. But his Orange Hands. Yeah, his Orange Hands, man. It's like, fuck, that, that was really disturbing. But, yeah, but, so, but the extremist storyline is that some asshole terrorist gets hold of nanovirus. It's not an Iron Man suit, it's just like he's fucking nano-powered shit. Yeah. And I he mean, beats the ever-living shit out of Tony Stark. And the only way for Tony to get back to it is to infect himself make it better and actually infect himself so the suit becomes part of him and that's why he can respond it's not like 
it's not like you know servo motors uh, interpreting his movement. It's that it's actually working with him. It's part of the him. Do you have the extremist? Uh, no, training? I don't think so. It's at home. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Well, so it's in my box of, of uh, my, my retirement fund back in Ireland, along with my authority once eighteen. Okay, so not this home then. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to talk too much about it because there's still a lot about the plot that we don't know. Actually, we don't know the plot. Yeah. Um, this is just a set picture, but it is kind of curious to see how they're going to deal with this. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just thought we should brought it up because it is kind of the big news of the week. Yeah. Pretty quiet. Yeah. I mean, there's something else about that that was the extremist. Because they been getting sure in the Mandarin in. Oh, the other thing they were mentioning is that after the Avengers, they have Iron Man 3, I think, is the, ne- is the first one that will come out, right? Um, the you're, first all, one. you're already forgetting shit, sure. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Exhibit A, Your Honor. Um, Iron Man 3 is the, is, the first, is the first of the sequels that will be out after the Avengers. Yes. yes. And they've been talking about. They want to do something. How do they get to the point where they, ha- they have to take Tony to a point where he's lost everything, he's beaten down, and he but he can't, can't he call can the Avengers? Call the Avengers, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I read about that. He's on AT and T. He just can't call the Avengers. <laughs> no, I'm, I got one bar. Hello, no, Thor, Thor. Call AT and T. Collect Star oh. Six Nine. Star, no, fuck. Oh shit, we don't have that anymore. Call Hulk. Now there's no point. Hulk ate his phone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. They can only fuck it up horribly. <laughs> Destroy everything they've built. <laughs> I don't know. I'm placing a lot of faith in Shane Black. Yeah. Iron Man picks. And I think, you know, Marvel's not stupid. I know that they, they are aware of the complaints towards Iron Man 2. So uh, I'm, even if they don't agree, I'm sure they're aware of it. So yeah. I would imagine that at the very least they will be addressing that. The other cool thing, I don't think we talked about... Yeah, why did you close the other curtain? That's not the right one. Oh, is that on Coombs? <laughs> the other thing that came out a while ago, this is a movie... We, I don't think we talked about this at all. It's one of Pixar's upcoming uh, movies, which is not on the original napkin, right? You've heard the napkin story? Yeah, yeah. Wally was on it, Toy yeah, Story yeah, yeah, yeah. was on it, uh, Finding Nemo was on it. This is a new one, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Um, who, Wreck-It Ralph is like Donkey Kong. He's an 8-bit character, even earlier, he's a video game character who's kind of tired of his role as the bad guy and he yeah. wants to move into other areas and be a hero. And I, I mean, if you, we were at the, when we went to see Snow White and the Huntsman, there was actually, there was a poster for just his face, but that, that 8-bit face hugely blown up, yep. which is pretty cool looking. Uh, but they've released some character art for this, so it's not going to all be 90, you know, 88-bit. It's like, they're going to be rendered differently. Yeah. But um, it does sound like an interesting movie. I am looking forward to this. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you've heard about it a bit, though, right? There's no, been, I, I, there's been very little bits. There of has been very yeah. well. I mean, they're concentrating on Brave, and I understand why because yeah. Brave looks like a really hard sell. I reckon her parents turn into bears. I, you know what? I, I don't know. I, I think her parents. No, I think her parents turn into bears. You do? They okay. Do. You heard it here first, folks. Her parents turn into bears. If 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 they eat her, it's the darkest Pixar movie ever, <laughs> and one I may watch again. Yes. <laughs> uh, but if they turn into bears, listeners. Email us at podcast at McGap and Fries and tell us that we are the shit for calling it first. Or you can just email us at podcast at McGap and Fries and tell us we're shit. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You know, but if you do that, we will respond. But I've also seen online they've had pictures of the princess. I've had the princess. She's now appearing at Disney parks. I in, yeah yeah I, I and saw, it's, I saw it's, that. Too. It's the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard. You know what? I just I don't know why I cannot muster any excitement about this brave. Movie. Yeah. Just, it's been mishandled. I just cannot. I'm like I'm watching it. And it's John Carter. I have I have I have watched all of the trailers. I've tried to get into it, and I'm just like I just am not. What is this movie about? I just what's am, going I'm, on? I'm here? not feeling this shit. Yeah. I really am not feeling it. Where's the Where's the thirty seconds from all the way through the movies? Uh, sorry, ten second thirty second clip with ten seconds all the way through the movie, so we can see what's about. 
That's what gets you. It's like, oh, yeah. adventure, romance, blah, blah, blah. you know, the, 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 the get you in the door trailer. Yeah. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with Pixar. I thought it was hate-hate. No, no, it's a love-hate relationship. Oh, I heard they hate you. Huh? Well, you know, I, I guess... Whatever. Lasseter called me last week. He said you, he, you, know, you well, suck. You know, well, whatever he needs to get through the night <laughs> is fine by me. You know, I mean, like... Uh, I will not apologize for having standards, mm. you know. And, he wasn't happy with you while he was, and they haven't always failed to meet that shit. Yeah. Had they listened to me, I swear to God, Wally would have picked up the best picture Oscar. Didn't, oh, did it get animated feature? No, no, it got best animated feature, but that's because it's fucking, you know, it's it it panders to fucking middle class families who don't want their kids to like be crying up, crying all night because then they won't be able to fuck. I haven't. You know? <laughs> And and I'm just thinking, you know, if you were gonna go all out with that movie, if yeah. you were gonna make a silent movie, you, you would have pulled back, pulled back, pulled back, pulled back. There you go, there you go. The robot doesn't fucking wake up. That's not the way it works. Yeah. The robot is your childhood. That would have won the Oscar. Oscars <laughs> love that shit. Oh, that was one thing I meant to mention as well. The the, the miser- miserables trailer. <laughs> I've never seen the show. I have no clue what it's about. I've seen it, uh, but you know, it's like it, it's the it's the uh, it's close to the uh, Michelle Rodriguez uh, strategy. It's yeah. like get your hair cut off, win an Oscar. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is, but these days I really, really find Anne Hathaway fucking annoying. Hmm. I have no idea what it is. I never used to find her annoying. It's the Princess Diaries. And then no, no, even with the Princess Diaries, I was fine with it. So you watched the Princess Diaries? No, I did not. <laughs> 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 I saw the trailer. Uh-huh. I saw the trailer. That was all I needed to see. I saw the trailer for both that and the sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, come on. <laughs> I did by thine own petard, sir. It's fucking Julianne. And <laughs> <laughs> you like old chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what it is. But like ever since she hosted the Oscars, I didn't even watch that. Unfortunately, I did. Mm. You know. But James Franco was terrible, but James Franco was stoned out of his fucking mind. Yeah. Anne Hathaway just came... She had no excuse. Anne Hathaway just came across like... like the, Like the girl in high school that you thought you wanted to fuck, but really you just wanted to fucking beat up. Oh, <laughs> it was just one of these weird things. It was like... Uh, You're such am, a confused individual. I know I am. I know. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. And it's probably because I was, you know, beat up as a child. <laughs> what, is the, <laughs> what is the miserables about? Are they just French people? They're miserable. Les Miserables? Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's about. You don't know? I mean, I do know. You saw the show, but you don't know. I didn't see the show. I saw the movie. Ah. There was a movie with Liam Neeson and yeah. Uma Thurman. When was uh, that? Uh, it was directed by Billy August. That was, uh, it wasn't that long ago, was it? It wasn't that long ago. I remember watching it, and Jeffrey Rush was in it as well. I remember it was not long after Shine. It was not long after Jeffrey Rush won his Oscar. Yeah, because it's a, it's a policeman looking for somebody who's it's made some, himself it's something new. It's some shit, you know. Yeah. Like I just like there's poverty involved, and you know, it's just. I watched the trailer. It's just all very I mean, uninteresting to me. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I'm like thinking, where are the Muppets? I keep thinking it's it's. <laughs> I keep thinking it's a Muppet Christmas Carol because they're wearing the same type of clothes. You know, I mean, it's like what, I would watch that movie. The Muppets present the French Revolution. I would watch that. That would be I fucking would awesome. That. You know, I mean, like if you had Kermit in the Hugh Jackman role, yeah. and if you had. No, no. Piggy as um, what's her name? Uh, Marie Marie Antoinette. Let me kick. Let me kick. (laughs) Shut up your mouth. (laughs) You know know what? I mean, this. I mean, I'm being uh, facetious. I'm I'm being you know completely unfair here. Yeah. I know nothing about this project. I have not seen this trailer. I just have zero. She sings a song. It's her singing, and she sings well. I'm sure she does. I mean, she sang well at the Oscars when Hugh Jackman hosted. 
You know, I mean, I'm sure she does sing well. Mm. I am not saying that Anne Hathaway has no talent. Yeah. I'm just saying that I find her incredibly annoying. Mm. You know, it's like uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a test of the Dark Knight to see how Nolan handles her. You know, oh god, I forgot she's in that. <laughs> Why is Catwoman in? <laughs> what? Why is Catwoman in this movie? Catwoman makes no sense in Christopher Nolan's Bat Universe. Nothing that we know in advance of a Christopher Nolan movie makes it makes sense until you see it. You know, until you see it, you cannot be shown what the Matrix is. You can only be shown it by Christopher Nolan. I hope she dies. <laughs> I, I, I hope trust in Chris. And if we don't trust in Chris, we'll go to his house. We'll kick his teeth. I hope that Bane does a does a Predator and rips his rips her spine out. Yeah, like 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 the Predator ripped out Bill Paxton's spine. People can die. There you go. People Although Rachel Dawes, yeah, huh. I never I never would have thought they would have killed the character who wasn't beloved in the comics or even in the comics. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> do, do you know Do you know what I was thinking of randomly the other day and I just burst I just started laughing in the office. Uh, was it Senate, uh, President Roslin? No, no, no. It was uh, when uh, after um, Harvey gets. After he gets the acid on his fucking face, yeah. and like the, the, the fight when his face gets burned, he's gonna have a drill problem. And uh, and the Joker's like, "Your friend, what was her name? Rachel." <laughs> oh yeah, when he freaks out, that's, that's yeah, that's like, like the end, that's like a bit of maniac. That's like, what I was Rachel. <laughs> he's like, but that's like, that's a shock when you see it. Yeah. Why were you randomly thinking about that and chuckling? What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. Probably because the third one's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> So, should we move on to our review? Yes, we should. Let's start with our joint review of Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> Let's move on to our next review. <laughs> <laughs> that about sums it up. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean... Mm. No, no, this... So, okay. let's, let's, let's set the scene. Set the scene. So, this is uh, the, the movie starring Kristen... Kurt. Is it... It's Kristen... Kurt. Fuck, Kristen. Kristen. It's Every time I had a dream where I was her on Wednesday, and it was super depressing. Are you having the uh, the Kirsten Dunst? Uh, yes. Problem? <laughs> it's Kirsten Dunst and, and Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. I had to like I had to check every time I tweeted about this during the week. I often see that movie with Kristen, Kirsten, Kristen. Fuck. It sucks to be you. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, um, what are your thoughts? So, um, this is, the, is uh, the story of Snow White. Yes, it is the the darker reimagining. There have been two Snow White movies this year. The first yeah. one was Mirror Mirror, yeah. that was uh, directed by Tarzan Singh, who directed uh, Tarzan. You keep saying it like Tarzan. I keep like what? Tarzan. I just Tar- imagine them directing Tarzan. I imagine them directing the fall of, uh, and action. Tarzan Singh, which neither of us bothered our asses to see. Oh, did I tell you about the? Um, GSC, the one the cinema <laughs> pavilion had the had a standee for the movie for oh, yeah. Mirror Mirror, oh, yeah. but they'd obviously someone had fucked up in the marketing office because the standee said "Untitled Tarsip Singh Snow White Film." Well, it was untitled for quite a while. Oh, I know that, but you don't print marketing materials with that on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hold off on that shit. I just thought it was hilarious. I actually, well, I mean, I actually heard relatively good things about Mirror Mirror I, I heard that but it's the, a kids movie yeah I heard that it's, it's a kiddie version I heard that the trailers completely um, mess it up okay that the trailers do not represent the film mm. and, and the, the same could be said for this yeah you could yeah that's very true so um, in this Kirsten Stewart is Snow White and uh, her mother uh, her mother uh, uh, dies and her father cops off with uh, Charlie Theron Ravina 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 who's an evil bitch through and through yeah and who who no one no one bats an eye to the fact that the day after meeting her the king yeah. wants to marry her that's yeah. kind of creepy no one no one no one seems and then to after that she kills him it's like that's kind of creepy too yeah um, and she keeps Snow White in a 
tower for 16 years or whatever and then she escapes and, and they never give you any explanation as to why she lets Snow White live no because she's a bitch yeah and they never give any explanation about how she learned to use a sword in that tower yeah <laughs> Yeah. There's, so, there's a lot of things in this movie that don't make sense. Yes, so she gets away and she's pursued by Shelley's Theron's creepy fucking brother, who someone on Twitter pointed out that he's like um, Chauncey. Or not, is it Chauncey? The character from Your Highness. The, 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 I didn't see Your Highness. Yeah, the little kind of you know, uh, yeah. slave character. But um, he's a weird fucking dude. It's like, it's like, it's like a role. He, remi- that, he reminded me of an albino Dominic West. I was thinking albino Dennis Quaid. No, I'm thinking albino Dominic. Either way, he had weird. He was just a, it, he was a weird looking guy. Before, so he was a weird looking guy. This guy Finn is head, henchman number one is Charlie Theron's brother. But sorry, she escapes. Thor is sent after her. Uh, the kid that she used to hang out with has the now hun- turned up. The, the, the huntsman. Thor's the huntsman. The Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Um, the kid that she used to hang out with when she was a kid uh, has grown up into into Ian Brown. Yes. Only he's left from Manchester. And he's not the Sono. He does look like Ian Brown. Yes, he does a bit. Um. Fool's gold, but um, just get on with it. Yeah. Um, so she's on the run. The huntsman's going to get her for a reward, and shit happens. One of the it's hard to synopsize because one of the things that I did like about this movie was it kept me guessing constantly as to where it was going to go. The the interesting thing about for, about it for me was that um, because I had zero interest in watching this movie, yeah. and we, I, both, and we, got, we both got free tickets. To this it's movie. like yeah, I got free tickets to this movie, and and uh, I I really had zero interest in it mm. for a number of reasons. Partly, I mean, partly because of Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Partly because I have no fucking interest in watching um, another, a Snow White movie. Uh, another, and because I saw it from the producer of Alice in Wonderland, a movie I absolutely abhorred. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't know, for some strange reason, I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. It, it got lost in the shuffle with everything else that was coming it's out. The same thing with, it's the same thing with Men in Black. It's like, I was thinking I should probably go see that, and then I didn't. Yeah, same thing with me. I mean, and, I, and even as a Men in Black fan, I keep forgetting there's a third Men in Black movie out yeah. in cinemas. You know, but I th- forgot to see Lockout. I'm pissed off myself for that. Well, from what I understand, you didn't miss much. No, but I pissed off no, myself. But, but it was one of these things where it just got lost in the shuffle. And because of that, yeah. I didn't. This is the first time in a while I've gone in to see a movie without having seen a single bit of publicity. Wow. Did you I, see any of I hadn't. I, I refused to watch anything to do with it. Uh, and that's, a, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good position to take for someone who does a movie podcast. I know, I know. It's like, it's like I have not watched a single thing. I haven't seen a single teaser, a single trailer. I haven't read wow. a single published article. Nothing. Nothing. So I really went into this clean. Yeah. And I can safely say this movie is dull as shit. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. Wait, let, let, okay, wait. Let, 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 let me explain. Let me explain. This movie is beautiful. Yes. It's a beautiful it's design. Movie. Beautifully. Rupert Sanders has his background, uh, the director of this film. It's his first film. It's not hard to see why. Uh, it's, but you can tell that this guy comes from. Apparently, he, uh, he does like. Uh, he did a very, very impressive Halo fucking commercial. Oh, really? Um, did he do the, the one? Did it start? Um, and, uh, and he comes from commercials, yeah. and uh, it's not easy. It's not hard to see that hmm. this movie looks. It is beautiful. Even the little, every little, fucking frame is gorgeous. Even right? the things like the the vines in the castle. Yeah, yeah. And Visual- the, 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 the the bridge. Yeah. The, the thing that they see at the bridge. Yeah, yeah. That looked cool. That was, was like, awesome. And that was a moment like. Okay, you're going to go there. Are we yeah. going to see other fairy tales in that yeah, fashion? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Nope. 
No, that was my favorite part. Yeah, that was my favorite. That, at that point, I was genuinely excited. You know, because there is this there is this uh, little section in the movie where they go into the Forbidden Forest. Is that it? They come out of the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. Like, and this is the weird. They come thing out of the Forbidden Forest, and there's this whole thing where they, there's where there's where, a where, bridge. There's a bridge where fairy tales interconnect. Yes. And there's something that happens there. I don't want to give it away in case you're interested in seeing the film, but visually, it's beautiful. Yeah. And also narratively. Uh, from a narrative point of view, had they pursued it, it would have been fascinating. If they'd done other ones, if they'd come across Three Little Pigs, yeah. for example. Yeah, yeah. If they had, if they had played with that a bit more, this movie could have been something really original and really special. And that was one. Of, I guess that was one of my issues with the movie was that that they Isn't hadn't the seen to decide the tone because Charlie Theron has magical fucking powers. Yes, that is not. I mean, at some points they undermine that. There's a point yeah. where her brother sees her talking to the mirror, mm. and in this case, the mirror is not just like the old Snow White, where it's a it's a face in the mirror the mirror a, pers- a, a, a shape comes out of it that I really liked and when she's talking to it her brother sees her and it's she, not there yeah what and was it why was that, that scene there that but the thing is is that when that scene came on I loved that scene because it's like oh I see you are really making trying to you know she's she could be fucking a lunatic you yeah, know. but the thing is, it's never that pursued. Would, that would work if it wasn't for the fact that you've seen that she can suck the living life out of people and has magical powers. No, but I mean, like, what? What is? Because they did that. Like, they did that with the with the dark forest as well. Where no, but it's you scary could, no, but, forest. No but, no, but you could argue. You could argue if they. You could still have it that way yeah. and argue that she's nuts and has powers. You could argue okay. that. Yeah, way. yeah. You know, my whole problem with this film is that it sets up a lot of really. Fucking cool ideas, and, and, that and then just completely abandons them. Yeah, and to top it off, Christian Stewart and is I'm, a charisma vacuum, black hole. I have to agree with you. I mean, she. I suppose, like, because I mean, like, if you want to associate her with the roles that she's played, and to be fair to her, you know, she's played a lot of different roles. Yeah, it's just because of the Twilight thing. Uh, she she just kind of gets. What else does she do? Well, I mean, like she's been around for a while. Like Catch That Kid, fucking Panic Room, um, the um, Into the Wild. You no, know, which I've seen. But yeah, I mean, these are good movies. Mm. Uh, I mean, is she good in them? I mean, she's all right. I mean, mm. I, I heck yeah, I haven't seen Catch That Kid. And this, she's just teeth and not hair. I mean, like, he just does that thing where her two top teeth are resting on her bottom teeth, and yeah, that's she, it. That, that was again. You're watching it, and you're thinking, "My God, she has huge two front teeth." Yeah. And and when that is the main thing you take away, that's not a good sign. No. And another thing that annoyed me is that she's always fucking crying. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like you know every time she kills she kills something she cries. Every time she gets a revelation she cries. And it's like when she ki- was when no, she so kills stuff when she when Charlize Theron dies she cries. You know and it's because like, she is the fairest of them all in a fair heart. She has, it, it's a it's a fair blood or some shit. You know and the thing is is that this movie has is taking so much time to uh, uh, sort of focus on the fact that our, that, that this movie Snow White is a badass. Badass basically means can put on a suit of armor, can carry sword. Yes, you know. But and in 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 doing that, they completely shortchange the fairy tale sort of like the most fairest of them all character. Mm. They completely shortchange that, trying to focus on this, but they shortchange that as well by casting someone who does not know how to deliver a fucking crowd rousing speech. And they even if, they even sabotage it because that speech just sucks. It's, a it's terrible, one of the worst. Spe- it's like, a it's terrible fucking speech. Yeah. And to top it off, at the end, everyone joins in. At, no, no, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but but and to top it off, the thing that really fucked me was like, what, what, what is going on? Is right at the end. And I'm not spoiling it for anyone. If you are familiar with Snow White, you know how this ends. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not an unhappy ending. All right. And the ending is just Kristen Stewart 
looking amazed. Yeah, that it goes on too long. It and goes nothing. on. It goes on forever. She just looks amazed and she's breathing heavily. It looks like she's gonna cry, and you just want her to die. And then Chris Hemsworth goes out and, and looks at the camera and goes, "See you in the sequel." Yeah. And, and that's another thing it's like the whole idea of the Prince Charming where they're trying to subvert that where you know because there is one thing that goes throughout the film well there's like, another movie with Kristen Stewart and Love Triangle yeah you know and, but there is one thing that they try to subvert like, like, in the, like in Mirror Mirror it's very clear who Prince Charming is his name is Prince Charming yes you know um, and it's played and by and he's played by the dashing Ernie Hammer Ernie Hammer you know he's dashing yeah, he is quite dashing <laughs> you know but um, in this one they try to subvert that a little bit you're not entirely sure is it William or is it the Huntsman, but because it's Thor, you know it's the Huntsman. You know it's the Huntsman. <laughs> also, his name is it's not Snow White and William. Yeah, <laughs> it's Snow White, Snow White and the Huntsman. Huntsman. So you know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah. But there is nothing in the film to bolster that. He kisses her once, and that's the one that does it. But that's just, it. Just because you know, there's no third act payoff. I mean, they, you know, like you get this fucking bullshit speech like you remind me of my deceased wife. Oh, so what? You know what I mean? What the fuck does that mean? You know, it's like you got the same nose. What does that mean? You know, it's like you remind me of my deceased wife. Therefore, I have powers to bring you back from the dead. Yeah. And that is another thing that Why? makes no sense. Is like in this movie, she doesn't fall asleep. She dies. Well, no, she's the apple. It's the same in the other one. She eats an apple and she dies. Yeah, but, but it's, it's the illusion of death. But it's like it would no, It does make sense, but no, it's but, badly explained. No, but, but it does it, make sense. No, she has to it, kill. It, she has to eat the heart, the beating heart. But in the original, in the original, it's like she's in a coma. Whereas this one, she's dead. Funeral, bitch. That's true. You know, it's like in, 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 the, in the original tale, it's like, she's gone into a coma, she's still alive, but she's in a fucking coma. Let's put her in a glass coffin. There you go. Whereas this one, it's like, she's dead. Yeah. So if she's dead, then... Necrophilia. Zombie Snow White, yeah. which would have been fun. Yes. So, I mean, and, and, but, uh, but right. it's, one of the, it's one of those movies that I won't say don't see it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, because I was like, I was watching it going, this could be some generation's Princess Bride. It was done properly. There's a lot that this. There's there's a few things. This movie gets enough right. Number one, doors. The doors are excellent. Did you even? Could you see Annie join? What? Effects wise. Uh no. I don't know what they did to make normal looking actors look, look like dwarves. dwarves but regardless of even when it's just dwarves talking to dwarves. They've either they've made them stockier or something like that, it's so seamless. that it looks like they're a dwarf. It, it doesn't look like a tall person who's been shot from the waist. Yeah, it's it looks seamless. like a dwarf, and it's, it's seamless. amazing. It's amazing. And I have no idea how they did that because yeah. you couldn't see. Uh, you know, you see the Lord of the Rings now. You watch the first one again. Again, it's just because technology moves on. You get used to the new thing. You can see that you know Frodo and Sam are lit slightly differently from the rest of the fellowship. Yeah. It just happens. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate the grading's not there, and we'll get to that in Chronicle as well. Yeah. On this, oh shit, we still got Chronicle. Yeah. <laughs> on this, like, it, there's no, it's like I can't see this it. This is a long fucking. I can't want, fuck it. This is quality, not and quantity. You get you double barrels, but um, you can't see it. I mean, it's so well done. I'm watching this. I was like. Who the fuck is that orange head kid? Who the fuck is this ginger bastard? He's really annoying me. It sounds like Brendan Gleeson. It's not Brendan Gleeson. Then I remembered, it's his son. <laughs> Did you know that the guy, the Gus, yeah, Gus yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Brendan Gleeson's son. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Because that's why he's like when he says, "Can I get something, princess?" And, 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 and I have never ever seen Ray Winston look as ridiculous. No, as he does in this movie. And he's kind of got his eyes closed half the time. Yeah. I mean, there's a weird thing going on there. And Toby Jones is kind of weird as well. And I mean, Nick, Nick Toby, Frost. Nick Frost is a little thing, and he has a stick in his fucking ear. Yeah. 
but, which I only noticed halfway through the movie. Yeah, I thought it came from an injury. Like when like, they went to Fern Gully, I thought he shoved it in his ear. That's the one thing you're forgetting is the there's two things we need to talk about here in the Vegas of terms. One, the white horse. What the fuck was that? It's like, hello, I'm a plot device. Right on my back. <laughs> oh, we can get away from here quicker, but I need to die now. Yeah, yeah. It's and like, also, it's like, is this the Lord? Is this Lord of the Rings? Is this um? No, no, the there, story. No, no. There were a couple of shots out there where it's like, I've seen this before. Artax. <laughs> it's the fucking like. It's, it's literally that scene is lifted directly from the Neverending yes, Story. Yes, yes, it is. It is. It but is. the setup to that is like, there's a horse just sitting there. Yeah, and the horse just happens to be fucking bright white in a sea of black rock yeah <laughs> you know, and then the uh, the the fairies yeah yeah the fairies the trip to Fern Gully in the middle in the, yeah. in the middle act what the fuck was that about <laughs> what was that about uh, actually because I mean it was again it's interesting they do that it's like no 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 because it wasn't a stag it was a wild heart right the wild heart is a mytholo- mythological thing yeah, 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 and yeah, it's yeah. the personification of nature and all that kind of stuff and you're hinting at this and you're just pissing it away in a sore battle that's what I was talking about earlier yeah. is that like had they pursued that yeah had they gone there Snow White as a eco fucking warrior Snow yeah. White is Captain Planet yeah now that would have that would have made complete sense yeah because Charlie Stenon is, is an ecological terrorist there you go there you go and they, this is the thing as well I was like you have magic but listen then, to what the fuck we're telling you you have magic but also the haunted forest is not haunted forest it's just got spores that will uh, it's got hallucinogens there is no way to stop the spores but that's it like, the, so that's the, it's like this is not you know they have their evil forest they have their evil forest cake and they get to eat it right yeah, that's right and I'm like, okay, so that's cool. It's scientific. And then straight after that, you run into a mythological creature. Mm. So where are, where are you going with this movie? What is your tone? You can't have Braveheart and Ferngully. Yeah. You need to choose. Charlize Theron is pretty good. No, I, she is the best thing in this movie. But no one in this movie knows how to talk to servants. No. Because <laughs> first of all, you know, put the mirror up. It's like, out. Out! It's like, everything, everything is shouted straight away. Like, whisper so they can't hear you, then scream it so they're terrified. And that happens to someone else. Like, leave us. Leave us now! Yes. (laughs) Leave us now! Um, There is a lot of weird things with her delivery, though. Um, You know, there's points where she's melancholic, there's points where she's, like, weird and psychopath. Yeah. It's only even... A little bit hurt what she's doing. She's great, but she's uneven. But then she yes. gets to look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being old. Give me another Oscar. But, um. <laughs> it's like monster, but fairy tales. Um, no, no, like there are times where she goes from being very subtly evil yeah. to just screaming at Like the top she's chewing on the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scenery. Yeah. But I liked it. I mean, it worked. Yeah, she was cool. It and worked. when she comes back from the bird and, thing, and, and when she comes back from the bird thing, it ain't easy being birds. You know, and. That and, was cool. And, and I love that sequence of her in the milk. Yes. That was beautiful. That's cool. That that was, was, again, it was a visual idea that wasn't back to back. That was Sorry. that was that was a commercial director fucking beating off. Also, why the fuck does she need to do that? She to, her skincare re- regime is to eat a fucking soul of an eighteen year old. Yeah, it has nothing to do with trying to be yeah. Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> anyway, let's. The other, no, the other thing we should talk about is the accents because they're all over the fucking the, place. Yeah. The, hunts, I, I, the Huntsman is Scottish for parrots. Because I, 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 I don't know whether I forgot he was doing it. He didn't talk. Or he just stopped doing the Scottish accent. I know there are times it's like like at the beginning he's, he's got been, this weird Scottish thing. It's like I needed a bath anyway. It's like why the fuck is this even necessary? Yeah, you know. And then it, exactly right. It's like you forget it. 
And then he, and then something happens, and he talks, and he, it happens again. It's like, why is the huntsman Scottish? Yeah. And and she kind of. And what part of Scotland is he from? Kristen Stewart. Kristen, fuck it. Stewart does a kind of at times. It sounds like one or two words. Yeah, in English. English you know, but that's it. It's like it's like this is this is Snow White, Princess of Thieves. Yes. <laughs> and final thought for this is that. The movie makers knew how fucking retarded her name was because at no point does anyone say, Watch out, Snow White, or Come over here, Snow White, or Snow! They just, no one calls her by her name at all. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like, Oh, it's the princess. Oh, you're that, you're that person. Do you know who that is? It's that person whose name we shall not say because it sounds retarded. There you go. Snow! I expected Chris Hemsworth to drop to his knees in the chapel. <laughs> Snow! No! So yeah, it's, it's it's just I was interested throughout with what the fuck it was, and it's going to be an interesting curio, I believe. All right. Yes, I believe too. So yeah. So Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes. We should make these uh, chronicle reviews really quick. Yes. <laughs> chronicle reviews. I'm going to review it once. All right. Uh, so Chronicle is uh, came in a while ago. It's on DVD now. It's directed by Josh Trank, who's been courted by every Hollywood studio. He was uh, supposed to uh, he direct the reboot of the Fantastic Four movie, but that's not happening. And he's moved on to the reboot of something else, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's a game. Yeah. So um, this movie starts. This is it's a found footage movie in a way. Yes. Well, it's not. It's not found footage because it comes from a series of films, cameras, and stuff like that. Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, it starts off with Andrew, who's played by some dude. Dane the hand Dane the hand buying a camera because it's fucked his family are in free fall his mother's dying of cancer his father's abusive and um, you know he's buying this camera to document the shit like you know it starts with him and his dad outside him shooting the mirror on the back of his door with his dad outside hammering on the door saying you open this fucking door Andrew fucking I don't think so you open this door you this is my house and it's all so Andrew's life mm-hmm. is shit it's shit it's the, he's the guy in high school who commits suicide he's Peter Parker yes okay. but without the spider right um, and himself and Alex Russell McGarity and uh, Michael B. Jordan so his, his cousin he hangs out with his cousin he, he buys a camera to document his life mm-hmm. and he hangs out with his cousin um, and uh, they go to a party and his cousin hangs out with this uh, Michael B. Jordan is the is Stephen Montgomery who's the uh, is he black yes He's the kind of like he's a he, high school. He's the cool high school jock. He's a jock, but he's not a jock. You know what I mean? Is he uh, related to uh, Michael? I don't know, I don't know. But he's like, he, you know, he has the jock jacket and everything else, but he's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they find something, and you might have said that. You, I think we saw this in the trailers where they go into a hole and you don't know what's in the hole, and they come back out and there something's changed. Mm-hmm. And they are able to move things. Like they, it just hasn't. Okay, show the, the three. It shows the three of them hanging out and bonding over this. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole lot of things like this is what we call the rock test. And they start throwing rocks at each other and hitting each other in the head. It's funny for a bit. And then when they throw one at Andrew, he stops it, and it just spins in the air. So <laughs> they have balls to the wall superpowers, and it's just these guys going around fucking around with people, like trying to pull chewing gum out of. In the trailer, it shows the guy going to pull the chewing gum out of his mouth, and he fucks it up because the kids. Mouth keeps closing, so he actually he hasn't got that much control. So he just drags the kid around the fucking shed or something. Like that. And then they run away. And they go, "Why are we running?" 
Right. And like they get nosebleed and the, the scene where they encounter the, I don't remember but they encounter something and it's very very cool that scene. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place and the camera is fucking up and everything else. And they that camera gets lost and they have to they have a separate camera that is like But does this movie like um I think whenever I hear any kind of film with this kind of concept the yeah. first thing that pops into my mind is like am I going to want to throw up? Um, is not from the I didn't I watched it on TV so I'm not sure about the visual as regards to that cuz did you did you feel seasick from the Blair Witch? Uh no. No, because I didn't hear it. So there wasn't that. I felt well, incred- I felt incredibly bored by the Blur Witch, but uh, I didn't get seasick. The thing that got me more than anything else was like in capturing reality. They dealt with douchebags who talk over each other all the fucking time. Right. So that got really wearing when they're laughing and shouting at each other and like not listen. You know, it's not like I talk, you talk, you talk. So you can't hear what they're saying half the time. Because mm-hmm. they're just shouting at you. Oh, fuck, fly! But the powers st- st- steadily grow, and Andrew's totally fucked up, and his life keeps getting more fucked up. And then more shit happens to him to the point where he becomes a super villain, basically. Yeah. And this is the thing that they said the payoff in the third act, it turns into a boss of the wall kind of almost super. You know, they were talking, we saw the trailers, and they said at the beginning, like you know, when they came out, the reviews were saying, this is a movie that does pay off on its, on its themes. It does. Uh, you know, Max, it, it, Max Landis takes it in the right direction um, with the writer guy. But um, while they do that, the effects aren't quite up to it. Right. There's a lot of elements that don't match the background, but they do go fucking crazy. And when it comes to that point, it stops being the main characters of the camera and it starts being they cleverly switch to security cams mall cams one guy's videotaping shit on his phone outside when there's a fight going on and then the two people come up through the fucking floorboards and the house just flies apart so there is like there is a big this seems like it would have been a good story if they didn't even try with the fan footage thing but doing it this way kind of annoyed me and I would have actually been interested in the story being seen normally but that said it does get some nice scenes out of it like when they learn to fly that is quite well done and even not just it's there is you can see the line you can see the wires and shit like that probably not not see the wires but you know the digital wires as it were mm-hmm. um, but the fact that they, you know, they have to wear all like you know weather you know like winter clothing ski clothes because it's fucking cold up there mm-hmm. and they're just playing football in the clouds that needs to be in the new Superman movie you know what I mean? it just looks badass it's like having three Superman when having them those, some of those scenes where they're like embracing their powers and having fun with it mm-hmm. is great so Really good. I, I quite enjoyed it. It's deserving of the charm it's got, of the of the credit it's got, and I, I definitely recommend watching it. All right, cool. Uh, well, then, thank you very much for listening to Jesus us. Christ. How long is this? It's almost two hours. <laughs> uh, finishing off with the Malaysian US box office top ten. At number ten in Malaysia, Urumi. <laughs> number nine, Bad Girls. Number eight, Dintao. Leader of the parade. 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 Number seven, Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> That's like. Number six, hooray, hooray. Number five, it's a, it's a Malay, Malay, Malay musical. That's not how you spell hooray. I know. And number five, what to expect when you're expecting? A baby. Uh, number four, dark shot. Why is that still in there? Number three, aquada, kawada. Number two, what's Marvel. What's I have, you have? Oh. <laughs> uh, number two, Marvel's The Avengers, because this is worldwide that Men in Black 3 is, Men in Black 3 is knocking The Avengers off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They have so much money. In uh, the US. Number ten, think like a man. Number nine, The Hunger Games. What? Yep. Hunger Num- Games is, was it there last week? Yes, it was. Why my first last week? Mm-hmm. Number eight, <laughs> the best exotic marigold hotel. I think of the gloves. This movie is making shitloads of money. It's got that Patel in it. People, mums loved it. No, but this movie has made shitloads of money. It's got Helen Mirren, right? Uh, no, it's uh, Judy Dench, Maggie oh. Smith, uh, Tom Wilkinson, 
Bill Nye. Yeah. I, I don't think Tom Wilkinson's in the section. Oh, really? Yeah, but, but, it, but it's, al- it's already made like 150 million worldwide. Mm. That's a lot of money yeah. for about... For old for, folks in a hotel. You know, number seven, what to expect when you're expecting. Number six, Dark Shadows. Number five, Chernobyl Diaries. Okay. And number four, The Dictator. Number three, Battleship. Number two, Marvel's The Avengers. And at number one, Men in Black 3. We should Thank leave. you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, if you made it this far, uh, email us or tweet us the word of the week, which is... Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> Let's just see if anyone listens this far. No one listens this far. Yeah, I don't even listen this far. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye.